What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Recipes Podcast, episode forty-five. I'm joined by Charlie, a new debutant, uh, a fellow Brit of mine. Um, yeah. You know, it's good to get some Brits on here. Yeah, <laughs> finally. It's gonna be weird know. for everyone else having two English accents to listen to. And then yeah. the realest yeah. nigga in the fucking room, always <laughs> big AO. Needs no introduction, you know. <laughs> the draw. The, the ticket draw, seller, the tallest and, nigga um, on Twitter, the slowest nigga on Twitter, the most handsome nigga on Twitter, funniest nigga on Twitter, all that shit. Yeah, but uh, if you haven't noticed, Backup Hangman isn't with us just yet. He will be joining us. He's uh, you know, we try, we try to be professional. I have, a, um, I have a note from um our friend Backup Hangman. He will not be joining us. He sent me this letter in the mail. And it says, <clears throat> yeah, it, it came in the mail. And so it says, <clears throat> hello, AO. It is me again, Hollywood Hangman Adam Pierce. I'm here with every heart to pass this note along to you, big AO, who I see as a big brother figure, even though he's younger than me. I can no longer take part in being the, in the Russell Pierce podcast, seeing as you are so much more handsome, so much more successful, so much funnier, so much smarter than me. I cannot, I can no longer delude myself into thinking that I am an asset to the Russell Pierce podcast. And for that, I'm taking a step away, a leave an absence to get my money up, my bitches up, and my overall sauce up. Because I'm out here looking pathetic. It's disgusting, blood. I'm finished out here. P.S. I'm a cuck. <laughs> P.P.S. A.O. took all my bitches frowny face. And yeah, he drew the frowny face with his hand. She was crazy. Well, um... I Yo, wish you would. I wish you. I wish crazy hang man. I don't know why you told me that. I'm not into anything. <laughs> you but I wish you would have. Uh, I wish you would have came to me sooner. You know. <laughs> I'm saying, you bro, know? Maybe holding all that to himself, it was. Uh, you know, must have been tough for him, man. But uh, yeah, like I said, uh, it's, sorry to hear that about Backle Pang, man. He may join in if he has a change of heart. You know, if he stops being scared of AO, we never know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, I want to uh, back up Hangman lots to do whenever we have a new person on the podcast like we have now with Charlie. He likes to kind of uh, ask him a couple of questions, you know, <laughs> grill him a little bit. <laughs> you know, let the audience kind of get to know you a bit. So, uh, Charlie, obviously, kind of give us a, uh, you know, kind of a quick picture of your fandom. Like, who are your favourite wrestlers? How did you get into wrestling? Et cetera, et cetera. So, Charlie. No, this is hard So, Charlie. Give us a little background on how you got into wrestling. When did you start watching wrestling? Who are your favorite wrestlers? Who are just like, what is just. What, what are you really making me sound like Velveteen Dream, bro? <laughs> when it comes to wrestling, that's how Hangman told. Um, yeah, go ahead, Charlie. Well, my family watch it. So I've been watching it since I was like young. Um, obviously, oh. WWE. TNA were the big ones. Um, <laughs> those who know me know that the Bucks are some of my favourite of all time. When they left TNA, I followed their career pretty much, and that's how I found Ring of Honor and all that. And yeah, just been watching since. Wait, 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 wait. So you're you weren't joking on the timeline? Like every time you no. said, like, no, I was a Generation Me stan. No, <laughs> I, I was a big crazy. fan. <laughs> That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's not crazy. a bit that I do. 
because I fucking because you know you know I love the Young Bucks now, but yeah. I didn't I didn't really see much in Generation Me. I did like the more yeah. bang for your buck though, but other than that, I was just like, who the fuck are these two small ass jobbers? <laughs> but besides that, I didn't really see it. But now, yeah, now I see now I know the truth. Well, tag team wrestling's always been my favorite, and I just thought they were cool, and they did flippy shit, and I really got into that. So, you know, everyone pops. Monty's favorite. I'm I'm not a hater, man. You know, I'm not a hater. I uh, you know, I pop for the young books. I uh, it's all a bit whenever I uh, don't 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 let this this British yellow bastard lie to you. First of all, Monty, let me. I, I got some things to get off my chest about Monty and Russell. Monty is a WWE drone who he, he, for some reason all the Fed Twitter hates him. I don't know what he did to them, but he's a drone. He's just like that, and he recruited us to speak about AEW because he knew I was a draw. And for some reason, people follow Hangman, all, all stuff like that. Monty hates AEW. All he does is shit on the product. All he does is hate the elite. All he does is put over CM Punk. He's bare, He's the only genuine Baron Corbin fan that I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. All he does is put over Baron Corbin. The shit is nasty. Now, I'm sorry, Monty, but, but Hangman's not here, bro. So you're going to have to take these heat segments. I'm exposing you. I'm exposing Russell Pierce for the racist organization that it is. <laughs> now, hold on, hold on. That's where, that's where, that's where we that's where it pulled. Yo, Russell Pierce as a, as, a, as, a, as a platform has kept me down for too long. And I feel like if I was a white man, I would be treated like that. <laughs> Oh man, well, the lies, lying on my name, lying on the brand that we're, uh, you know, trying to be professionals and we're getting these slanderous <laughs> accusations against us. It's uh, it's tough, man. You know, it's uh, it's tough to control this talent, but we do our best. We try to be professionals, and uh, you know, I'll never, I'm never, I never try to silence Ayo. Always let him get his shit off. Well, that's a lie. I, I still it's remember a... that that week where you you didn't need mid rant for no reason. This guy, yeah, <laughs> he muted himself because he got too excited and blamed me. I knew myself. I know what the fuck <laughs> Anyway, um, we got a super chat. Of course, uh, as always, uh, like, subscribe, um, po- uh, notifications, and of course, if you feel generous enough, send us super chats. Obviously, it helps out. Uh, we do have one now of Young Dende. The draw African and Latin wrestlers. Um, I don't even know what that's referenced to, but oh, apart- so, um, oh, that's about um, oh, Swerve our boy versus uh, Death Triangle was the uh, biggest drawn quarter in Dynamite. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Well, of course. yeah, that was dope, bro. Wonders, man. Black tag team Big versus wonders. a Mexican tag team, highest drawn AW. It was a uh, all throughout the show, pretty much. It was just a huge number, man. It was a big, yeah. it was, yeah. it was big rating from obviously we were probably uh, a bro. Just uh, just a month or two ago, Monty was DMing me talking about all elite white people wrestling. There's no black people. <laughs> It's a group chat with, with Alfred Kunua. But there's all the white people shit was nasty. Like, bro, you alone. I don't even know who you are. Yo, at least when you're dunking on Bakupang, man, it's uh he lays it, he lays you up. 
You're just you're just out here lying on my name. Someone's gotta get these segments, bro. I'm sorry. But yeah, man, big rating. It was it was a big rating. We'll probably touch on it a bit later when we've got the when we've got SA man here. It probably shouldn't be too long now, anyway. Um, I need everybody here to um like this video and subscribe so it has a high like count before hangman pulls up so he knows that he's not a draw and nobody cares if he's here or not and he's just irrelevant basically because i feel like it's important like he needs some people just need to be humbled and he's one of them unlike me the most humble nigga you know (laughs) yeah something like that um but yeah, since since we're all massive Young Bucks fans here, uh, we'll start with you know they've kind of uh, had a few, uh, I'd say to some people quite scary rumors going around them in the past week or so. If you're a uh, if you're a big AEW fan and you know you don't want the Young Bucks to even think about going anywhere else, but there has been some rumors. So the rumor from what I can put together. Anyone in the chat, obviously, pull me up if I say anything wrong. And, of course, any of you too, if you hear me, fuck up. <laughs> Let me know. So, it all kind of started um, about a week, a few days ago, when Ryan Frederick, who is the MMA guy for Wrestling Observer, he posted in the Observer message board something about the Young Bucks putting out feelers to WWE. Um, that, of course, opened the whole... You know, shitstorm. Uh, there was there was a lot of Twitter discourse, and considering it was only from a message board post and not even like a report, like the way it took over Twitter was quite incredible. To be honest, that's all, that's all it was. Because I was I was genuinely like really busy this week. I wasn't on Twitter much <clears> and shit, so I didn't even read the article that said no bucks in WWE or nothing. That's literally yeah, all it was. It, it was um. Yeah. So it started off with the message board thing from Ryan Frederick on the Observer message board, then um, Fightful Select kind of followed up on it, saying that um, one source close to... One source swears to them that um, they asked to talk to somebody in WWE management, but also followed that by saying sources close to the books heard that um, they heard nothing of the sort, basically. Um, but it was something that had been going around WWE for the past few weeks. So that was kind of like the first actual report on it, and it was just kind of shown detailing kind of that he's heard the rumors, but it's just something unconfirmed. Um, then Dave Meltzer, of course, this this part of the story really popped me because, uh, as I just said, the the original rumor report, whatever you want to call it, started on the Observer message board. Then, <laughs> when Dave and Brian were talking about it on Observer Radio, like two days later, Dave kind of acted oblivious to like where it came from and he was like it came from your guy like what do you mean and um so yeah dave dave kind of followed that up by saying you know the uh the books have denied it um yeah he said that the books are denying that it happened but he won't say if it did or didn't happen which i thought was a bit weird um and then he followed that up again i think it was earlier on today in observer radio when he said that uh the person that apparently spoke to the books from wwe said there was no mention of getting in touch with anyone in management. So, um, yeah, it kind of leaves a few questions. It's a bit weird. Um, I thought it was weird for Dave to say that the books have denied it happening, but uh, he won't <laughs> say for sure if he knows if it happened or not. 
Bro, um, the Bucks have Triple H's number. Why would they need to put out Fuse? Yeah, it's weird. They've surely still got his number as well, you know. That's what uh, I'm saying, bro. Well, even it, it, 2018 Triple H was calling them five times a day. Yeah. And now, now they have to put out now they have to put out feelers. Nigga, send them a fucking text message if you want to go over there. Yeah, so yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's you know, apparently they had a really productive talks in like, twenty eighteen. And you know, if they didn't have the opportunity to actually, you know, legitimately like start a, you know revolution <laughs> then probably would be in wwe now getting paid pretty handsomely to be honest but um that's kind of a weird thing about it like why would they need a middleman when they've already dealt with triple h in the past um there's a lot of weird things like who would the middleman even be apparently um and, you know like, did they actually want to talk to someone in management and they're kind of just you know playing it safe now and kind of putting out the fire that's been going on on twitter the past few days um, would you like to see the young books in WWE, Charlotte? Um, no, not, <laughs> not particularly. Why I not? Think still got, I think they've still got a lot they can do in AEW, especially with the partnerships with like New Japan and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, like if they do go and they feel like that's best for them, then I guess that's what they're going to do. But I don't want to see them go, yeah. I don't think, uh, it's it would be very weird, you know. Cody Rhodes is one thing. The Young Bucks yeah. would be just, you know, same with Omega because obviously, you know, people kind of see them as a package deal and it's like if Young Bucks want to go, Kenny wants to go. So that no, room has been no, flying no. around as well. So. If, if if Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks want to destroy everything they built at AEW, if they want to just fucking pack up their bags and pull a fucking Cody Rhodes and leave and go to the fucking Fed, after dunking on them for fucking six years, after getting famous, uh, uh sitting on WWE, after, after making like fucking clothes parried in WWE, just making AW fans hate WWE, all this shit stoking the flame for half a decade. If they want to do all that shit, well, then I do too, nigga. I go where the elite goes. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jagger, don't bang, bro. Like, you think I'm playing when I say that shit? Like, I'll be the most insufferable WWE fan if Kenny has that belt, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> you it's, it's be nasty. You'd have to delete a lot of tweets as well, bro. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I would just say cry. Just straight up switch up. Bring up the bring up the tweet. Bring up the, I'll say cry, nigga. I don't care, bro. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> there would be. You wouldn't be the only one, funny enough. I don't think. There's only. There's only the chat said AO counselor WWE AO <laughs> Java Nation AO. <laughs> Yo, Isra's in the chat spitting as well. Uh, 148 viewers, they should have 148 likes. Make sure you're liking the video, you know, send in super chats again. Let's get to the super chats. Um, Robbie's claiming he was called a slur. I'm gonna deny that that definitely didn't happen. (laughs) Yo, I was there when Monty called (laughs) Robbie. What? (laughs) 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 Parker, King Parker. Says he loves the Wrestle Purist podcast. Know. We appreciate you. Um, <laughs> this guy Shout again. Hollywood Hangman's Parker. personal assistant. 
Shout out to the Five Star Joshi <laughs> podcast, Parker and his um partner whose name escapes me at this moment. Scott, Scott. is it? Do yeah. they do great work over there? Check out the Five Star Joshi podcast. Yeah, man. Good guys. Uh, Hollywood Hangman's personal assistant says one more week to go. Big AO, where can I send my resume? <laughs> This guy, this guy wants to uh, he wants to join your team, man. Uh, oh, jump he's... shit, bro. Send me a DM on on uh, on Twitter. I'm telling you, bro, I pay way better. I can't tell you about we still the, don't know um... who it is. <laughs> you said, what did you say, Charlie? We still don't know who it is. We we gonna figure that out. We gonna figure that out. <laughs> someone is. Uh, it's gonna be can't be someone uh, too problematic. Hopefully not. Um. <laughs> Yeah, Alfred, these, these Kuno, is... Alfred Kuno, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, how, how have you name dropped him twice? <laughs> <laughs> That's your partner. Yo, if y'all didn't know, Alfred Kuno was a secret investor in Russell Pure. <laughs> He's actually 51% owner of Russell Pure. <laughs> 51. Majority owner. Mox is just the face. <laughs> Nasty, nasty, nasty. It was originally Kuno up Stop Anyway, another super chat. Mad King, 1984. Thoughts on Velveteen Coke parties. I mean... Ayo, what's your thoughts on Velveteen versus EC3? I mean, my thoughts on yo. I'm sorry, bro. Velveteen is a sick, sick, sick nigga. But am I the only one who believed him when he was telling that story? That sounded very believable, bro. The, uh, the EC3 story. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. It sounds like it sounds like he's telling the truth right now. He's obviously sick for other reasons, but um, yeah. I don't know. All uh, athletes. Partying and having sex and doing coke is just what yeah. athletes do. It's not surprising mm-hmm. or anything, but yeah. I don't know, bro. I don't. I why would I believe EC three? He a Nazi? Like who? Who's we taking Nazi side or a pedophile side? I don't know, bro. <laughs> it's a tough choice, you know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Are you going with the Nazi? You going with the pedo? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. He's here. Back up, Hangman, the SA man. Um, oh number one enemy. He's here? Is he here? Yo, back up, Hangman. What's good? Have <laughs> 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 a late play out. This is nasty. It's Thursday night. You know what that means. Yo, if if you was real, you know what you would have came out to? What would I have come out to? Kingdom by Down Straight. <laughs> no, that would have been nasty. <laughs> if you was real, you would have came out to Kingdom. That would have been fucking filthy. What's going on, everybody? Yo, make sure you uh tweet the link out and say that your bitch ass is pulled up. Yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to do that. <laughs> he, took, he, has, he didn't even have to say <laughs> Get off the stage. <laughs> he was just oh, cooking. Oh, my God. Yo, why, are these, 
Can you, you see all these people pretending to not be excited that I'm here? Like, come on now. Like, what's like, what are we doing here? Bro, I don't, we don't need you, bro. When you listen back to this podcast, the Monty Heat segments, bro, they low key better than the, the Hangman Heat segments. Uh, I, was, I was tearing down Russell Pierce as a brand, bro. Really? I, was, I, was, I was opening the fucking the crazy accusations, you know what bro. I, what I got to deal with here? What have, I, what, have I, what have I missed so far? What have you guys talked about? Oh, um, actually, no, some of the young books. Quick, quick timeout. Did you guys do the customary thing? It's Charlie's first podcast. Yes. Yeah. Did and I, I, I did your. I did an impression, yep. uh, impersonation of your voice. It was perfect. Everybody said that okay. I nailed it. You gonna hear it when you when you listen back. I'll listen to it back. Did you did you give did you give Charlie the the old how did you get into wrestling bit? Yeah, bro. Yeah. All right, bro. cool, cool, cool. I was gonna say don't don't mess up the tradition. All right, I'm I'm, I'm gonna listen back. I'm gonna listen back. Bro, oh, yeah. did you know Charlie was is a genuine um look at this bro you the elite go to WWE me jobber nation Gareth <laughs> That's, That's, not a, a, That's not a fact, Chris. That's not a fact because I'm gonna be right there with you, bro. It's gonna be a big four. <laughs> we, we'd be so nasty together, bro. That's crazy. Twitter. <laughs> oh Twitter. I genuinely think Logan Paul and Kenny Omega could have a four and a half star match. I genuinely think that Prime Kenny Omega and Logan Paul in like eighteen months could have a five star match. <laughs> Honestly, give 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 Logan a week in the PC with Kenny. You know how Kenny's like a genius when it comes to like laying out matches spot yeah. by spot, right? Yeah. Like we, if you haven't seen the Golden Lovers documentary, like you saw him and freaking Abushi just like going through like their their double team spots together, like you know in the workouts and shit. Man, give him give him two weeks with Logan and like the PC, bro. They'll put together like one of the greatest matches in the history of WWE. Actually, no. What am I saying, bro? Eighteen months in prime Kenny. Kenny Omega. He just had a four star match with the Miz, bro. And the Miz was not leading him. Like Logan. You, you, you mean Logan. Logan. What am yeah. I saying, bro? Like no, yeah, Logan. Kenny, Kenny today with with fucking Logan today, bro. Give him, give him a week or two. They'll figure something out. Five stars. Honestly. Throw them in right now as we speak. Called in the ring. That's just four and a quarter. Oh fuck you! Call, call us in the ring, niggas. Four and a quarter. Oh man. So so what have you? What what topics have you guys talked about? You said you talked about the bucks, right? Bucks. Yeah, we, t- we touched on the books a little bit, and uh, okay. we got we got a super chat about Velveteen Dream. So oh, and so you guys talked about the whole. That whole situation, oh, we was getting into right? get it. Yeah, I just uh, said what I what I said about the dream situation was it's uh, basically a pedo versus a Nazi. So like, who's yeah, you want to take? Crazy. But listening to Velveteen Dreams' uh, uh, account, <clears throat> the events, bro, it sounds very believable. I was gonna say, like, I don't know, if this comes off bad. Uh, it, it seemed like a very plausible scenario. That, That's what uh, I'm saying, bro. A bunch of bro. NXT wrestlers are just at a party. Like I'm, I, I I walk around with my phone in my hand open yeah. all the time. My camera accidentally turns on and shit. Yeah. Not my camera turns on, but it like goes to the camera. The camera's not actually yeah. recording anything though, right? Mm-hmm. And then say that happened to me, and I set it down and take a piss. Now everybody's like, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, trying to record people. Like, no, bro. Like, I just have my phone in my hand. I put my, I set my camera down. It it was what crazy because no, no, when I watched his IG live video, one of my main thoughts were like, damn, I hate that this guy is still like really funny. Because like that video was really funny. Um, this man was like, "Well, he's a tell the whole story, EC3. What was on the table, EC3? <laughs> EC3. <laughs> yeah, when he was super sad, four between calling him EC3 and Mike had me crying. <laughs> this bro. man was like, "Bro, he said, was, you, was on the table, sorry, EC3. young man, but at one point he said, <laughs> bro, 
Imagine Velveteen Dream telling you to get your logs together, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was I was like, you've been arrested like three times in the last like two months. Like, what the hell? He got arrested at the gym, uh, I think, a month ago for like punching like uh, someone at he the gym. Beat him. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah, he beat him. Yeah, and, and he got he got busted for like cocaine possession, like in the same yeah, month. He, he yeah. Yes. Nah. Yeah. Like he, <laughs> um, young young Patrick Clark is is spiraling spiraling right now. And and, and 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 the ironic and hilarious thing, and I mean maybe not, maybe morbidly hilarious, is the fact that he's a clear mess, and he's telling a guy to get his life together. And the guy he's telling his life is kind of uh oh, I was like, yo, bro, he, he's in three, I get his life together, bro. <laughs> bro that guy he's talking to a guy that runs CYN, bro. Like it's like it, like it's you know, we're, we're all his just... all his partners left him. Who who did who did he start CYN with? Braun, he's gone. Uh Cross, he's gone. Who who else was there? Uh um one of the forgotten sons, I think uh Weston Blake, I believe, is, is there. He, he's still he's still there, I think. <laughs> he was at Charlie City Yikes. Yeah. The funny the funny thing is um when when an eight when CYN canceled their tour dates, someone tweeted like what's gonna happen? And I quote tweeted it and I said, like Hunter Hearst Helmsley is going to sign Braun Strowman and Karrion Cross. And people thought I was joking, but like that was genuinely what I was told. Like when Triple H got power, like within three days, I got listed. I got I got handed so many names and stuff, and and so I, I knew it was only a matter of time between uh, you know the pieces falling into place. And I remember when I made that tweet, someone DM me like, "What about what about EC three? Is he coming?" And I was like, "No," and and, and he was like, "Why? Is it because he doesn't want to go?" And I said, "No, they don't want him." Uh, so. So yeah, it's it's. it's Hollywood uh, Hangman Adam Pierce. I have a question for you. Actually, I have a question yes. for everybody on the Russell Pierce podcast. Hey, uh, Ibu Monty Charlie, if I went to a gym right and took out twenty white guys, <laughs> five ten to no, we'll say five nine to six mm. one. Okay, shaggy hair, some facial hair, and then threw Western Blake in that lineup. Would you be able to put, pick him out of that lineup? No. No. Mozzie, I'll try. <laughs> Charlie, I genuinely have no clue what this dude looks like, bro. Yo. Like, <laughs> you remember when Israel you know said she is. could? Remember when, when Israel said she couldn't pick out um, uh, what was it? The bunny versus Penelope Ford. This is like to the seventeenth degree. Like he's <laughs> just uh he's the ultimate definition of like just a guy, you know. I I remember when when CYN pulled up on on the last Ring of Honor show before the the rebrand. And he was there. It, it was EC3, Braun Strowman, Weston Blake, and someone else. And I remember, like, I was staring at the guy, and I, I, for the life of me, he looked faintly familiar, but I couldn't figure out who it was. Nigga, those are just three white people to me in that picture. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> <saying. laughs> those, those are just three white people with CYN on their shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, man. Yo, Weston Blake is so, like, inconsequential. Non-de- nondescript. And you know? nondescript that, like, Steve <laughs> Macklin, bro. Oh like, what was his God. name in, in WWE? In color. He's basically the rock compared oh. to that nigga. <laughs> oh, my God. That's another one. When I when I watched it, $15 super chat from Tony L. I hope everyone's doing good. Do you think Hangman Page is one of the top stars in AEW? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, almost by default. But, I mean, surely just because of the company's mm-hmm. history, he's, he's, he's one of the top guys. Thank you for the super chat. Listen, man. Um, and one of my favorite wrestlers ever, honestly. Hangman's he, he, hey, hey, great. He's, and he's, like, he's only like 30 years old. One of my favorite wrestlers. Yeah, crazy. yeah. crazy. He's 30 years old. I was going to say, bro, fucking. Um, when I watched Steve Macklin and Impact, like 
I was like, I did not recognize him. Like I was looking at him for the longest time and I was like, I don't like well, this guy was in WWE. I don't know when... who that is. Exactly. He's another one of the forgotten sons. I'm pretty I mean, sure. Five dollar super chat. Well, y'all think MJF getting engaged means he signed a new deal. A lot of people have been throwing that theory out. I, I want someone to explain me this this, this whole theory of like engagement <laughs> correlation equals, equals, uh, equals contract. I mean, yeah, it happens a lot when like people mm-hmm. have like a life changing event and they're mm-hmm. like, Well. Might as well get married now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I won the Super Bowl. I graduated med school. I graduated college. Won the national championship, whatever. It's just like, well, what do I do now? I get married. So what would you do? So people people are thinking, oh, we just went from $300,000 a year to $3 million a year. So hmm. might as well get married. That's what people are thinking. But I don't think there's any correlation. I do think that he resigned though with the amount of TV time. Yeah. He's I just want to say that I, I boosted the live viewership by about, uh, if my math is correct, fifty-five viewers. This thing is such a um, mark, bro. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> so I, I want everybody in the in the chat to just uh, sing me my praises for for uh, blessing this. Got a question for you? Oh, do we? How? Well, I'm not going to let you get that fifty-five off because we was at like one fifty something. Nah, I came in. It was one twenty. Hanger select is WWE going for Leo Rush? Yes, he's coming. He was uh what can I say on this? He was he was planned for a certain debut at a certain place that they changed. And now here's the speculation part. I think they're gonna put him in the rebranded NXT. Uh but he is coming. Uh I don't know where it's gonna be. And my, my guess at this point is the rebranded NXT. Mm. Yes. Would that be a good use of his talents as opposed to the main roster? He's 26, you know. I I, I can see the 26, bro. Yeah, that's crazy, right? He's only 26 years old. He's yeah, been around forever. Oh, wow. He started wrestling pretty much straight out of high school, and, and um, it's crazy because uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, you could really throw him anywhere to be honest with you. But I could see the thinking, which is we want to reestablish NXT as this work rate brand and uh, all that other stuff. And uh, right now, the directive is to fill that brand back up with as many really good workers as possible. It's why, yeah. spoiler alert, Ilya Dragunov is coming. Um, yeah. It's funny, Charlie. It's almost like a, it feels like a bit on you. It feels like they're um, they're forcing you to watch Braun Breaker matches by putting yeah. him against talented beans and toast men. You know, it's like you're, you're trying to ignore him. And then like, no, we're going to make him fight Tyler Bates. Yo, Ilya Dragunov is so fucking good, bro. I'm such a fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's a monster. <laughs> He's good enough to drag Braun Breaker to like at least one and three quarter stars. This is crazy. At least one and three quarters. <laughs> we, we got we got to stop this bit. There's always yeah, a cut. It's not a bit. We have Braun Breaker is not him. He's he's, not him. he's he is he is, he is so not. him. It's not even funny. The sooner you yeah. accept it, the sooner yeah. um. Yeah. yeah. He's not five six or five two, whatever you said. He's like four eleven. This is yeah, Charlie. Charlie, as as I said in the Twitter space, she's partial to the Beans and Toast men, and so you know, yeah. I, can, is there one Beans and Toast wrestler you can admit is not him? Um, I feel like she shits on some indie guys a lot. Oh yeah, the hot give us someone who's not a, who's not an indie guy, and not can say yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Shaving's too easy. <laughs> as much as I was like on the timeline said about Kip Sabian's not not that good. Yeah, he's not. He's, I mean, like, it's weird. He's not outright overtly garbage, but like, he's very just like okay. You know, he's very normal. Yeah. Even though his but new gear he's is. He's got a good nice. gimmick. Yeah. yeah. I like his gimmick. 
is, is what like is it? You know, I said in the chat, it's it's all aesthetic to be honest. I don't know what any of it means. Yeah. I don't know what it's about at all. Um, but it looks cool. Yeah. You know, it Yo, looks, Kim, it looks Kim very is nice. someone who I want to succeed. Like, yeah. I don't, I'm not a fan of his, but like, I want him to do well. I want to like Kip, bro. Yeah. He's so fucking ass, bro. He was so... <laughs> like, bro, you're putting this big spot. It's all out. Like, it's a pre-show or whatever. AEW treats the pre-shows very seriously, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very seriously. So it's a huge spot. Pre-show all out. Big spot. It's one of the yeah. best wrestlers alive. Pack. Bro, you're yeah. blown up in like five minutes. Come on, bro. Like, you, you know you know what's funny, Monty? That, that Kip Sabian versus uh, Pack match... I liken it to I don't even remember who the opponents were, but um, QT Marshall and someone and a tag partner faced two guys I think in the pre-show of Forbidden Door, and um, those matches are the exact same. I mean, here's here's what here's what I mean. Both matches were pre-show matches for an AEW pay-per-view that people want to be excited about, right? And so you know you go into the show, goodwill, good vibes. You're just trying to be excited, and so like the first instinct is to like lie about the quality of a match. And and so I remember when the QT match happened. I remember seeing Manny, our very own Russell Pierce Manny, <laughs> on the timeline. Like, yo, QT Loki hooping right now. And like, it was literally like the most aggressively two star match like happening. Um, and, and the Kip Sabian thing is the same thing because Kip Kip Sabian is having a very standard match with Pack. Pack himself was phoning it in. It was like a nine to five job for him. Like he did not care. Yeah. And, and and they're wrestling. And I remember and people were like, yeah, man, Kip's looking pretty good. And I was like, how? <laughs> nah, bro. What is you know, he doing? You know what? You know what it reminded me of? It's a it reminded me of All In, uh, Christopher Daniels versus the Green Arrow, right? Mm-hmm. Who has redeemed himself oh. since, but he was so blown up. And Christopher Daniels like carrying him around the ring, like, <laughs> him spots, <laughs> doing everything for that him. Rich one, Kenny Omega shit, because he couldn't do anything. He couldn't do anything. That's literally what was going on with Kip. I'm like, Kip, yeah. bro, you're like 25 years old. I Google Kip. Do you know how old Kip is? He's 25. That nigga is 30, bro. He'll lose. Oh. He never gonna get better. Oh, yeah. Now resign this nigga. Yeah. Cut oh him! My God. Cut him, bro! Didn't he, didn't he get no. resigned? I'm pretty sure he got resigned. Nasty. I think I think Penelope did, and people no, no, assumed yeah, by I'm, default that Kip did. I'm pretty sure. Oh man, this is a. I don't. Is that a Euro sing, 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 yeah. signal? Okay. Uh, M M Emin Reznov, love the show. Desperado and Sakai had a match of the year contender with the best post match promo of the year. Um, let it be known. Uh, he's referring to Jun Kasai versus El Desperado, which happened at JTO. I still haven't um, watched that match. I want to get right into it. I want to get right into it real quick. Who, Monty, did you see it? I haven't. I'm watching it tomorrow. You're all fucking frauds. So, so here's the deal. <laughs> I, I won't. Um, I won't. I won't go too into details. And but when I, I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, for those who don't know, Jun Kasai is is at this point a, a borderline legendary deathmatch figure in in Japanese wrestling. I'll tell you and uh, a legend. Rob joined us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for joining, Rob. So, so Kasai is, is a legendary figure in deathmatch wrestling. He's been at this now uh, since like the late '90s. And um, JTO is just tap out. It's Takamichi uh promotion. And um, you know, Despi was granted the uh, you know he, he was basically granted the ability to go wrestle over there. And he had this match with Kasai because Kasai is uh, is like a he he looked he basically looks up to him right. And so this match was fascinating for me because it was Despi in a very different setting. Like Despi is very much a uh, junior heavyweight division regular in New Japan. And, you know, we've seen him have these like epic matches in, in Japan, uh, you know, in the in that division. He's even branched out. Like he had that great match last year with um with Ibushi, I remember, at, at, mm-hmm. uh, at Dontaku. 
And, and I, either last year or this year, like I'm, I'm forgetting when, but he had a, a really good match at Okada. Um, but but when I when I think of Despi, El Desperado as a wrestler in general, it's weird because I feel like he is good, but like he's not one of those blow away guys that I jump and name when I think of great wrestlers in Japan. Really? Because listen, when I because, think of junior heavyweights, the first one of the first people I think of is, is Despi. I think of Despi. I think mm. more. So I so of... so I I I always kind of. I think what it is is like he's not the blow away athlete like a Dragon Lee is or like a, like a Hiromu Takahashi for example right yeah. and, and in his um I don't think he's quite as good technically or when it comes to striking like Kushida and uh, so yeah so because of those reasons like Despi he's not one of those jump out the page athletes right and and, and also I I kind of had this internal perception of him as as a guy who he's great with great wrestlers um but when he's in there with like people who are just okay he's fine. You know, that's like my personal perception of Despi. And, and I think the coolest thing about the JTO match he had with Kasai is um, it's one of those big examples that sometimes we don't really know truly how good some of these wrestlers are until you see them in, in different settings where they can show different aspects of themselves. You know, we commonly talk about this with WWE wrestlers because, you know, they have to wrestle in such a formatted system where they're very much put in a box. Right. And so you see so many guys show so much uh, of their ability when they leave WWE. Right. Um, but like that really does apply to a lot of other places because a lot of other promotions do have house styles and systems and formats and formulas that they go about, you know, not, not really AEW cause they, there's so much variety there, but like new Japan, there's very much a regimented way that they do things. Right. And so when I saw Despi in this setting where he's basically just having like a, a, a chaotic psychotic death match, it's almost like he's, he's venturing into a foreign landscape and trying to figure out how to survive in it as much as possible. And, and, and it's crazy. It's a culture shock because he gets his mask ripped off early in the match. Right. And it adds such an interesting visceral element to the match because um, we, we don't really see Despi's face normally. And, and facials are so important in wrestling sometimes. And, and this guy. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> facials are very important. Also, bro. also cut, yeah, the, cut, yeah, the yeah. Essay, cut the essay short, little bro. Cut the essay short, little bro. I just, I, 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 I I'm, I only, I'm only going over this because no one else has seen the match before we move on. No, go ahead. The, go ahead. I'm just saying. Just the, make sure. the, bottom, the bottom line is this. <laughs> Be careful. Des, Despy being able to – Despy with the contact lenses just making the crazy facial expressions while bleeding, it added so much to this match because he the, his entire face the entire time was like, I don't know what I got myself into, but I got to figure it out. And so it was a tremendous story. Um, they took a bunch of sick bumps. Um, but there was, like a very, there was very much a, a very easy-to-follow narrative with the match so much so that like, even if you're not super familiar with the performers involved, um, I think you'd be able to figure out like what, what the story that they were telling, which is a, which is a kudos to them. So um, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. It's on daily motion, JTO, El Desperado versus Jun Kasai, beautiful match, very violent, uh, very exciting. Um, I'm really into it, even though I'm not a big death match guy And the post-match um, was really, really heartfelt. So good stuff there. Dave Meltzer said it was everything he hates about wrestling, but done very well. <laughs> are you are you a deathmatch person, Charlie? I like deathmatches, yeah. Do you? Oh, okay. You, you don't you don't get squeamish when people like bleed excessively or get cut. Yeah. Okay, interesting. interesting. Yeah. So my thing with my thing with deathmatches is right. Yeah. I'm not a squeamish person at all. I don't like the sight of blood is not offending me or anything like that. But I just think it's so fucking <clears throat> stupid when like. Promotions like GCW is like, yo, we're gonna cut each other with knives. Why? Yeah. Oh, cause just for the sport of it, bro. Like, 
there's no when there's like no story when there's nothing behind it or anything it's so stupid bro like i think the um the cardona story that they that gcw told that was that was awesome right because it was like the squeaky clean like loser ass ex wwe guy that can't do anything <laughs> except for like just being the bright lights of the fed like now i'm gonna go to this like grungy ass bingo hall in atlantic city i'm gonna do this death match that was yeah. amazing right no, but like, but like, right she like the hood foot situation, bro. Like, I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying anything about hood foot. Like, but that, like, that cut that he got on his arm, I'm just like, bro, like, what is this for? Like, this you you so know what it is? Stupid, you know what it is? Bro. To me, hardcore stipulations in, in Kavib, it's supposed to be, I hate you so much in Kavib. I hate you so much that I want to mutilate you in a wrestling match. And, and we are allowed to, within the boundaries of this match, with the rule set, I'm now allowed to legally get away with mutilating you. And so when they just right. have it to have it, I, personally, generally, I, I feel like a Neanderthal for watching it. Dead ass, um, bro. I can't um, watch that shit. He's like, oh, we're having, why are we having this match? Because it's Saturday, bro, and that's the day that we run <laughs> shows. So, so when, they, when, when they'll take, like, light tubes and just go, dung, dung, and they're just hitting each other, it's like, it's, it's funny and it's shocking, but, like, I, it just was kind of dumb. Um, but, again, certain people can pull it off. I think when, when you're the type of performer that, like, you know how to work even outside of the deathmatch setting, those are the people surprisingly that like to me end up being the best deathmatch wrestlers. Like there's certain guys that it's like they can't hack it, they can't really wrestle or work. And so they're like, I'm gonna just be crazy and take crazy yeah, bumps and make it as a deathmatch wrestler. About. Yeah. Some some people can figure it out, but other people do that and they're just they're not really that good, right? Guys who like know how to wrestle and understand just how to work and, and a handle on psychology, they can hmm. make a deathmatch work because they're having a wrestling match with weapons you know what i'm saying yeah. it, it, it's why kenny omega even though he, that's that's not his forte whenever he ventures into that type of match he makes it oh, work awesome you know the exploding bar bro the exploding bar boy uh, yeah he bro, wasn't he wasn't he wasn't gory or anything like that but it was really well done until yeah. you know after the bell but you know <laughs> exactly. that's after the bell that's not on kenny <laughs> yeah mick, mick foley like a, made it work because he's super sympathetic He's very sympathetic because of his stature, his build. He's not like the big, jacked up, like athlete guy. Yeah. He, he's just, you know what I mean. And so, like, you, you you feel bad for him when he gets like clocked in the head with a chair because, like, yeah, bro, what did this fat old guy get himself into, bro? Like, yeah, like, you're watching, like, Mick, you're watching him get clocked, and you feel so bad for him. It's and like, like you, yeah, go ahead, Rob. It's like I always say, bro. Like with these death matches versus like the regular ones versus like guys like in GCW. Yo, why is matches, bro in here? Yeah, I don't. I actually don't. bro. I wasn't. I was bored. I wasn't. I, I was. I wasn't doing that. So I was like, let me just hop away. No, but it's like, out here, yo. <laughs> bro. You kick me out, bro. You kick me out, bro. No, but um. It's like with GCW, bro. It's like when you see all these death matches, you see all these guys doing like these needles through the cheek, and it's like, but there's no storyline purpose. There's no reasoning to it. It's like, it's 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 just I don't know. You know. So here's the thing about the Jun Kasai match, right? Um, what I would argue is the difference between that and like a mindless like bloodbath is the story is Despy is venturing into a setting that he doesn't normally do. Uh, and it takes a lot of guts to do it. And he's almost trying to figure out himself, can I make it against this guy who this is like his fuck it's his playground, you know what I mean? That's oh, used to be a death match death match wrestler, right? I, I'm actually not sure, but what I can tell you is that 
within the match, it was very much portrayed as like I'm the clean New Japan guy, right. and he's not. And and, and and that was definitely the the the, the uh, narrative because Despy's just trying to beat him with wrestling, and Kasai's like I'm gonna take a butcher knife, you know, and like he'd right. be like he'd be like all right side rushing leg sweeping, and Kasai's like barbed wire ladder, you know. So it, it was very fascinating to watch. Uh, and, and and like I said, it was it was it was just really well done. Foley was great at it. Terry Funk was great at the death matches. Onita historically was great at the death matches. Kenny Omega, like I said, for a modern example. John Moxley, man. John Moxley, he gets labeled yeah. as a he gets labeled as a deathmatch wrestler. And I guess he is kind of, but like he can wrestle. You know what I mean? Mox can just wrestle. Yeah. Uh so so that that's kind of my thought on that one. Jericho um, made that shit work with Nick Gage on Dynamo, bro. He made it work. I didn't use I didn't use Jericho versus Nick Gage for a reason because I didn't. Oh, because when AEW does it, then it's awesome. No, like that that was awesome. But no, be, like the shit that GCW did with Cardona was awesome as well because there was a story. I, I gotta be Nick honest, it was awesome because it was a fucking story. Pretty and nobody pretty. thought that Jericho was actually gonna go like through with this shit. Like fucking... yeah, <laughs> I think that was the pop for me. To be honest, it's not like it was like a great match or anything. It was just like, what is Jericho doing? Yeah, it's like, yo, why are you doing this, bro? You are a made man. People, people of influence in this industry think you're the greatest to ever have done this shit. Like, why, you are fifty years old. Why are you doing this shit, Jericho? The the funny thing to me is like, uh, number one, when notable AEW wrestlers do it, it just feels like they're trying to prove a point. Like it's like it's like they're trying to show that they're not soft. You know, like like when Kenny did that full gear with Moxley uh, in 2019, it definitely felt like that. Because if you guys go back to like the promos building to up to that match, even before, even when it was supposed to be at All Out, Mox was talking about how like you know Kenny, you're known as the guy who has these beautiful, graceful matches in Japan that are so so effortless and so beautiful. <clears throat> He's like, I just beat people up, you know. So and, and so it almost felt like he was basically you know you know calling him a wimp. Um, mm. and, and so it was almost like Kenny had to show that like no, he had, he actually has balls. Um, when I think about it, most AEW death matches, if not all of them, are pretty pretty damn good, actually. Uh, so well, they've got a lot of good wrestlers. So yeah, exactly, plus, yeah. and plus yeah. they've had a little bit of a story. That's the main thing with death matches nowadays. Like none of the shits that like an ICW should have stories. Texas, uh, um, Lance Archer has two Texas death matches in AEW. One against um Moxley and one one against Hangman. Both fucking They're, guys. They're both awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking yes, bro. <laughs> Yo, I especially love the Mox match, bro. Yeah, how, yeah. How, how they had him D-Mox without, like, pinning him and shit. With, like, yeah. Archer's yeah. great in, like, chaos. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah. He really shines in that. Uh, yeah. I think it's almost an underrated aspect of his game because he's just a fucking, you know, he's, like, nearly seven foot <laughs> big Mox, man. You know, you know, know I'm going I'm to make a public pitch. Tony Khan, uh, if you're listening, when you're listening, if you get this message, um, let's get a Texas death match between uh, Lance Archer and Brody King at some point. That would be cool. Brody going to take the blade and go too deep again. Listen, <laughs> like gonna... we, we've seen monster versus normal size man. Let's get two monsters who know how to move, you know, Brody and Archer, and let them kill each other. Got a couple more super chats. Keep them coming in, people. You know, we always appreciate it very much. Yeah, thank you guys. Charlie, read that one out. Oh shit! Shout out to uh, Suplex. Yeah, man, Tyler. Thank you for the super um, chat. Go ahead, Charlie. My sources told me Tony Khan is shaking and crying upon hearing the Friday night draw. Logan Paul is back. 
also get Hangman's goofy ass off the <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, Logan Paul's back? You, you guys didn't hear? So Logan Paul was, um, he, he has a podcast, Impulsive, and uh, he invited Roman, Roman Reigns on, who was on last night. I, I and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and they had a conversation, and they may or may not have shot an angle. And 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 so on on Twitter, Roman Reigns basically, you know, to summarize, he basically said, "Paul Heyman, take care of this guy, Logan Paul." And so Paul Heyman was like, "Well, he's been handled, my tribal chief." And Logan Paul was like, "How are you going to handle me?" Which was weirdly for flirtatious. But um, he it was a, uh, it was a, if anyone who actually watched the the impulsive oh. interview, it's like they yeah. do the interview and it's all like cool and everyone, you know, it's a. Uh, it's not like it's not like a juicy shoot interview or anything. But, just, you know, it's just yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, that's pretty much what it is. And uh, really yeah. and obviously you know, then uh, Roman obviously leaves, and it's just like you know, like Logan and his boys, and he's talking about like you know, oh yeah, when uh when I speak to Roman, I get really fired up, and like, you know, he uh, brings out <laughs> that dog in me, and he's like, I think I, I think I could wrestle him, and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, I think I think if we wrestled, I'd win. You know, like, like it's real. <laughs> it's like... hey, and so, so, yeah, so Logan is just like, how are you going to handle me, Paul? Which is, again, weirdly flirtatious. Um, and, and then Triple H basically was like, hey, let's do it on Friday. And then he was just like, all right, I'll be there. So, so yeah, it seems like we're getting the bloodline and Logan Paul on Friday. And, and I was laughing. So what are they friend. actually going to do? Because it's not it's not going to be Roman Reigns versus Logan. It's not going to be so Paul he's too green. Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn would be hilarious. Sami's like, hold on, my dog. Um, you're not gonna do that because this is my trouble. <laughs> and uh, what, what we can do, dog, is box if you'd like or something. <laughs> it, it'll be funny. I, I, you know what's funny about this, guys? When Logan had that match against Miz, like people were joking about, like, yo, you should fight Roman. Like he he should beat Roman and win the title. And like it was, people were memeing, and like and now we're like trending in this direction, and it's hilarious. So, you know, why not? Why not? Who's a who's opposed to this, really? You know, I mean, I'm not gonna watch it. So, go go ahead, Charlie. Go ahead and go crazy. We have a okay. super chat. Uh, BPJ deathmatch, Lysol lemon spray to the eyes. Jesus Bye. Christ. BJ. Oh, Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know what BP <laughs> What promotion is that? Oh, Christ. Yo, Pillman Jr., bro. Little bro, little bro. I know you're listening. That custodian gimmick could get over huge, my nigga. Oh, my God. That double life for shit's coming back. You've seen how you've seen that pop Luigi. got some attacks on Bret Hart. Lucha Bros. Better than the Brett Merchants FTR Toxic Spider. Toxic Spider, thank you for the super chat donation. Do I, do I agree with your your tweet? Uh, I mean, your message. Uh, I don't really, but thank you for the I super do. chat in every in every single way. Yeah. All right, so yeah. you let me know. You let me know which one. Um, who oh who is Cash Wheeler better wrestler than? Uh, Penta or Ray Phoenix? Which one, friend man? Let me know. I'm on air right now. Which one? Are you, are you, are you saying he's better than no. Penta? Are you saying he's better than Phoenix? Are you saying he's better than both? Listen, sometimes. No, 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 no,
as, um, so as a wrestler, you don't think he's better than either? Okay. And as a singles? As a wrestler, right? Because that's what wrestling is. <laughs> He's a t- he's, he's part he's part of a tag man. I think I think Cash is a tremendous tag wrestler. Like the way he can take heat and shit is Cash, like. Bro. I, and this is this is really not part of my FTR um bit. Y'all know how much I fucking hate Dash, but Dash can wrestle his oh, ass off. Unfortunately, God. but Cash, yes, bro, bro, I genuinely don't see what any you, of y'all. You know what, you, you, know what, you know what it is, Ao. So here's the thing. I think they're a great tag team. I think only one of them knows how to wrestle singles matches, and that's Dax. And we saw that when um, Cash had that match with uh, with with um, what's my man's oh, name? Oh, yeah, that. What's my man's name? Tour of the Islands. Jeff Cobb. Uh, Jeff Cobb. Yeah, yeah, the match with Cobb was, was stinky, bro. It, it was, was, was on his fucking TV debut. It was well, kind no, of shambolic. None of the mocks. mocks. Oh, no, no, that wasn't his TV debut. It was in AEW before. But... Yeah, Jeff Cobb's TV debut was against John Moxley in 2020. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, Jeff Cobb versus uh, Cash was kind of ass. And, and ironically, based on this conversation, that same Dynamite, if you guys remember, that same Dynamite had a uh, uh, Ray Phoenix versus Andrade, and that was awesome. That shit was um, I thought I'm gonna say that there was a Rampage. Yeah, it was. No, it was the same night. Yeah, yeah, uh, leading up to uh, Forbidden Door and shit. But but yeah, Cash. Look, man. Some people, you know, some people they are the sum of their parts, and they know how to do tag matches, but they're not great in singles matches. Right. Um, and, and I think that's what that's the case with Cash. As a singles wrestler, he's nowhere near the level of Penta or Phoenix. Um, but that's not to discredit him as a performer. I think that again, I think FTR are, are a great team, and Fuck it's a bit FTR. unfortunate. Fuck FTR. It's a bit. It's a bit unfortunate. <laughs> I have information. <laughs> out of right well, I have not the information. You don't have shit, bro. You have information. I'm about to get on Charlie. That's funny, Charlie. You're yawning, right? You're yawning. You know who else was yawning? Two hundred thousand people nationwide. When, when the United Empire came on dynamite to wrestle, yeah, yeah, I went there. I went there. I went and there. And they're still gonna beat your boys for the titles. Gucci I don't know what you're crying about. They're, they're defending what the IWGP tag titles against them, right? Yeah, yeah, and they're gonna win. I, I don't know what you're when, 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 when's, when's that match happening? I, I need to watch that live uh, with Charlie. First of October. <laughs> I, Mate, I'm going to be at the show. Oh, my God. Joe's going to be there. Yeah. Oh my God. Our friend yeah, Joe's going to be there as well. So, uh... stream live. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, stream it's live. not progress. It's a uh, New Japan. Oh. Oh, is, is, is it a is it a can't afford it. They're just no because because Ozzy Open just got announced for a progress date, so that's why I was yeah. um, getting my wires crossed. Uh, two progress shows, and then they've got the two New Japan shows the following weekend. I'll tell you what, Charlie. Yeah. If it is a show that um doesn't get streamed live, we'll know who won based on your energy in the group chats afterwards. You know. Oh, yeah. uh, New Japan streams everything live now, so we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that match is going to be crazy as well. Man. I, might, I, might, I might bully Charlie. Man, I might bully Charlie. What are we going to do? Wait, what do you say? When, when Ozzy Open shows their better tag team at FTR, what are we going to do? I didn't exactly. even know. It's not going to happen. Objectively, the match is going to happen. The match is going to be crazy. It's going to happen. You know, you know what's going to be funny? Mark Davis is better than Dax Hallway. <laughs> oh God! They, 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 um, they both have glorious. <laughs> they both have glorious mustaches. I'll give them that. They both have glorious mustaches. You what know, can Cash Wheeler do that? Kyle Fletcher can't. 
Yo, Dax Harwood, I had I got dirt on you, doggy. Where's the camera? Oh, God, I got your arrest, Dax. <laughs> oh, God, me, bro. Are yeah, you, I can't, you, I can't you... take this Dax Landy. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate. He's Dax too good of a professional wrestler, bro. He's going to be a shitty person on Twitter, then. I'm just... uh, he only, <laughs> only does his tweets sarcastic little shots. You act like his Drake works or some shit. He's worse than Drake, bro. He's worse than Drake. Oh, God, he's worse than Drake. If you if you were to believe wrestling Twitter, you would think it's like Saddam Hussein, Osama bin Laden, Velveteen Dream, Dax Harwood. It's like, no, 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 no. Okay, let's let's proceed. Nobody actually thinks that. Nobody actually thinks that Dax is on the same level as Hitler, Saddam. <laughs> Everybody knows he's worse than all kinds of This is the same guy that claims that he gets silenced, bro, and he's on, he's on here just screaming. Like, okay, we, we should kick him out of here, bro. Like, the I'm, primary reason we don't get wrestler interviews. Like, that's not a fact. <laughs> don't put that out there either. That's not a fact. <laughs> <laughs> wrestlers be afraid of AL, bro. I'm like, you want to hop on Russ Spears' podcast? I'm like, is that scary guy? Gonna be there. <laughs> is AO gonna talk to you? <laughs> no, is AO gonna come? <laughs> yeah, he's like, the people want to know if you if they're gonna get compared to terrorists and shit, bro. Oh, like, <laughs> yo, that's just... I'm about to extort you for a hundred thousand dollars, my nigga. The, the information is gonna leak unless you unless you PayPal me. Yeah. Anyway, um, Ugh. Young Dende, uh, two dollars. AO hates Dax the way I hate Dominic Mysterio. No, 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 no. You know, you know the difference. You know the difference. It's Dominic it's is actually Dominic really, Mysterio. really, really bad. Like he's it's really sad, bad, bro. It's chill out, bro. Chill bro, chill this chill is your boy. Yo, I love, I love like second, like, cause I'm a huge Rey Mysterio uh, fan, bro. And I love he's like second generation anything, like in TV shows, in anime, in yeah. wrestling, in sports. Second generation, like taking the mantle. That shit is so cool to me, bro. Yep. Don Mysterio's coming up. I'm like, yo, he's getting trained by who? He's getting trained by who? Yo, he's six feet tall. This is crazy. Mm. Three years later, this nigga's a fucking bomb. Oh my bro. god, please stop. You know, you know, oh some crazy thing about him. Triple Triple H, you know, these last what five straight Raws were doing like around two million in the ratings. And you could tell he was feeling himself, right? He was like, Oh man, everyone's liking my show now. You know, two million people are tuning in. I'm on fire. I'm gonna book Edge and Dominic for a 30-minute main event this week. Yo, and, Edge and Dominic went 30 minutes. It, it took up 30 minutes of TV time. If you, count, say, if you count entrances and post-match, it's okay. a 30 minutes of TV, right? And I think he thought, I'm playing with house money, and it's the definition of having way too much dip on your chip. He was feeling himself. He was like, yo, they just they just like my show right now. Like, Y'all really like Raw, right? And then Dominic <laughs> came on against Edge, and people were like, not that much, bro. You know, so <laughs> I don't like uh, you that much, little bro. Yeah, that was insane. Dave tried to pretend it was like this great raw main yo, event with a story and everything. <laughs> yo, Dave is nasty. What, what is he? What is Edge paying him nowadays? Yo, yo, it was, yeah. it, it, I don't know if you heard this man was like, Yeah, uh, he was like, It's not like an amazing match or anything, but uh, just the way Edge worked, it was so professional and just oh, the, the storytelling, it was just so. Uh, yeah, he tried. He tried. Always been on Edge head, or is that? Just I, I, like guess so. I guess so. I guess so because yes, yes, yes. when Edge was coming back, uh, every week Dave was like, yeah, "Edge is just a genius. Like he's just a genius when it comes to laying out matches." He he's, every week he was saying that, like he, he's just a genius. So Dave was on that most true chat. 
Davis on that bitch trying his best to make them motherfucker look vicious. The custodian, oh, $2 super yo, chat. shout out to Brian Pillman Jr., the custodian. Bro. Oh, God. Thank, you, yeah. thank you for the two dollars, bro. So she's got all this these texts not gonna be coming around need, um, longer. My, my, to clean the studio when we leave. So, so, yeah, I mean, I think we'd all agree that Dominic is not developing the way that anybody would have hoped. Um, but speak, yeah, speaking of developmental, though. Um, WWE's developmental is undergoing changes that I reported on Twitter and on the Wrestle Pierce podcast two months ago. So I would actually genuinely like a round of applause on the pod because this is you my. No, you ain't gonna get it. But <laughs> it's, 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 all right, man. All right, man. Everybody, everybody get this bum ass nigga his tomatoes. This is in the this chat. is a, everybody in the chat. Oh God, give him guys, this is my first genuine major public scoop that no one else was on top of except me, and it's coming into fruition now. I told everybody that. There was going to be a Peacock special before it was announced. I said that it was going to be against NXT UK, which was before anything happened on TV. Boo this man. All right, Alexia, whatever. That's why you, you ran know, for the grind today. You know? Shout you out know, to Alexia. This nigga is sitting here talking about this like, you want a fucking parade? Like, yes, all right, nigga, you yes. called it. Yeah, no, it wasn't called. I knew I had the scoop, and I told people. Oh God, yeah, bro. they did the Peacock special. They unified the brands, and NXT 3.0 is oh going God, to be. Peach. <laughs> man, these tomatoes, man. You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me all pull back the Russell Pierce curtain real fast. Let me tell you all about oh, this man, boy. Ibu, bro. Oh, boy. This man, so, so Ibu did give us a scoop months ago, right, that this is all going to happen with NXT. <laughs> Yo, and then when he was crazy. proving right, when he was proving right, he was sending all the tweets into the Russell Pierce group chat, and we were all ignoring him. We were no sounding. We were like, bro, we do not care. Like, you gotta tell us. Like, this man, Evil, bro, Evil, this hangman. I'm, I keep saying you're governing my fault, bro. Yeah, hangman just started crying. <laughs> it was like, it was like, you said you said you said you said you said we, we couldn't tell what he was writing anymore. He's like, bro, like, what are you even typing at this point? He's like, I'm sorry. He called. He called Monty to tell us. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. There's so many tears on my keyboard that I can't even type anymore because my phone doesn't work underwater. Crybaby ass nigga, bro. Yeah. I do so much. I get all these scoop. Um, okay. Grown ass man, 35 years hey, old. This this didn't happen. Um, this did happen. This happened. This didn't happen. Uh, but but I was there. What did happen is, um, at the end of NXT this week, we had. A, you a said video. that Hangman is just like his idol. Damn, that's crazy. Facts. Um, successful, successful, handsome, and uh, a lot of money in my bank account. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> shit, bro. Oh that's crazy. Anyways, um, yeah, <clears throat> what did happen was at the end of NXT this week, we had a video package from Shawn Michaels, and he was talking about how – well, it wasn't from Shawn. Like, Shawn's voice was, was talking in the video, and he basically said that NXT is ever-evolving. And at the end of the package, we got the logo of NXT 2.0, and the 2.0 was removed from the logo, and the logo went from rainbow splatter to gold. So, um, yeah, I can tell you guys uh, some extra scoops here. So on October, I want to say 6th, 
is the first episode of this new NXT. And uh, I said this on Twitter last week, but just for those who don't know, the directive from Paul Levesque has been get people who know how to wrestle primarily on TV. Prioritize good matches because the green people are green and they need work. And so that work should be done off screen. Um, he very much is not a believer in this whole October 4th, by the way. Yeah, yeah, did I did I mess up the, the October? It was the first yeah, show of October. There you go. There you go. The point is, he's not of this philosophy of um, you know, too much training throw him on TV. And, and if you if you followed NXT, you would know that because Monty, remember, he would keep people in the PC for years before they made it to TV. Um just mm-hmm. how it should have always been, bro. I don't understand why how anybody thought that this would work. Well, well, throwing super green wrestlers on TV, right? Yeah, bro. They were not right. giving these people a chance. They did not give they did not give BFAB an honest chance. They did not give um what's his face, even though he still stinks in the trust busters. Parker Boudreaux, they did not give Parker Boudreaux an honest right. chance. He still stinks to this day, but still they didn't give him a real chance. Charlie, they didn't, Charlie, they didn't a lot of people but they, they haven't given Lash Legend a real chance. Like you see how internet fans fucking hate her. They threw her on TV right. green as hell. Charlie, imagine if 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 you got five wrestling lessons, right? And then they said, have a five-minute match on TV. And then you were kind of stinky. And then Twitter was like, wow, this person's just a bad wrestler. And, and that's just the, the permanent rap on you and your reputation. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know how to wrestle. Like, what the fuck? Oh, and once, once, once there's like a, once there's like an opinion about you, like it's in the sick. internet wrestling community, it you got to move mountains for that opinion yeah. to change, bro. Like, shit, like very rarely does it just like, like the flip just switch. But like. Ayo, Lash Legend would have to literally turn into Bianca Belair for people to like switch up their perception of her. Bro, people you know? still like, to this day pretend like Bianca Belair can't wrestle because they don't like how much she was pushed on NXT. Oh god, they really like don't. it's nasty, bro. It's, yeah, it's, it, it's crazy. It's even crazier because they were like hiring all these NIL guys and they were giving them like the six month quota. And, it's and I'm like, talking about bro, WWE niggas... fans right now pretending like Bianca yeah. can't wrestle. Right, right. Part, right. Of it, part of it is obviously racism. Right. Right. But, like, also, don't like that she was green on television. Right, like half of these, but half of these niggas coming from nil just got finished doing like defensive back drills and shit, and now they they trying to sit there and wrestle on fucking national TV every week. It's like dog. No, I, yeah, I see people in the chat work. like disparaging Lash Legend. First of all, that is a black queen. Second of all, we're not we're not saying that she's good any good because right now right. she's she's not. What mm-hmm. we're saying is that WWE did not give her a, a fair chance with mm-hmm. the training that they provided her before they threw her on television. No. Ayo, she went straight out of college basketball, was in the PC for like literally like a month, and they threw him on TV, and she looked bad because of course she's gonna look bad. Anybody would look bad. Oh, come on. All all the misses aren't worth the couple of heats that they've had. No, well, there has right, been a couple right. of heats. So obviously yeah. Bron Breaker, uh, Bron Breaker's you know he's been wrestling for no, 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 two man. minutes. Don't say his name. Don't say his name. And you know you know who I'm gonna bring up as well, uh, Tiffany Stratton. No. Because sure, she's, sure. She's, she's, she's a former gym. Bro, she's been a, she's been wrestling like eleven months, and she's like pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, 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 look, it's crazy. For all the y'all, jokes, y'all, show it, Rob. Y'all remember when it was uh that clip was going around on Twitter of the last legend match with Saray, and everybody and there was the clips of her like falling all over the place with Saray, and everybody mm-hmm. was like, "Oh my gosh, she needs to be fired because she could have killed her." Like, oh yeah, they just yeah, that it's was not worth it, she, you know. She'd already been like 30 days in. Yeah, and so look, like you said, Monty, there have been a couple people who are diamonds in the rough. Um, mm-hmm. And what I will give credit to with some of these guys. No, but real fast, I will say, though, Lash Legend is much better than 
um, Dax Harwood. All right, continue. Okay. Very, very much. You know, very when good. I look back at the the, the, the legacy of NXT 2.0, um, it's going to be one of those shows that people <laughs> lie about one way or the other and act like it was either completely outright awful in every way with nothing redeemable, or you have those certain people on certain parts of Twitter who are like, oh, it was it was way better than the old NXT, and like they shouldn't have changed it. And, that, 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 that. Mm-hmm. and the truth is very much closer to it's more towards the middle than it is, you know, one way or the other. And, and Monty, you would know as, as another person who watched more of the shows, right? If, I think you've seen every one of them. I've seen a lot of them. Yeah. Because um, here's the thing, you know. Scouting, I, bro. I, I, watch this, I would watch these shows, right? And it's like, you know, uh, um, these people are put in a really shitty spot. You, you've got, got a bunch of green college athletes that you're like, create a wrestling character and get it over and learn how to wrestle. And to be honest with you and to be fair, I thought when it came to like acting out in segments and performing, um, a lot of them got pretty competent at doing that for people who were never in the business, even if they didn't fully know how to work. Um, so I actually thought a lot of these people kind of like um, did kind of decent with that. And, 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 you know, for all the jokes and the eye rolls, Braun Breaker in one year has become such a solid wrestler for one year. Braun Breaker is fucking awful. You have to stop, oh you have to stop this, this fake agenda. It's um, not a fake not, agenda. You cannot wrestle. We, 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 that, that's just not. That's just not. Charlie, don't yeah, break my heart. Not with Tyler Bay, and you've no. been blinded. Oh, Charlie, oh my God! Like, like, okay, Charlie. When when Dragonov Braun is incredible, what are you gonna say? Yo, it's gonna be incredible. Dragonov drags Braun. Two, two and a half stars. I will clap it up for Ilya Dragonov. Incredible, man. Oh my god, just about anyone. Hangman, what what would you say is Mm -hmm. the most impressive Braun Breaker performance? Performance, yeah, from him, from yeah, um, after after Halloween Havoc when he lost to Ciampa, he had a match the next week where he squashes Andre Chase and um, he rebounded after a big loss. And he cut a promo. Um, made him look strong in that match. And he cut a promo. He cut a promo where he talked about how much, uh, you know, he, he put over Champa as being the vet who knows more than him and who's better than him. And he basically said, "Listen, man, I I, I made a mistake in the match, and you beat me because you're better. That's how it is sometimes." But then he went on to say that you know, there's nothing that pisses me off more than losing. And he vowed. He said that I will win back. That I'll win the NXT Championship, or I'm going to die trying. And the promo and the post. That whole post-match bit and the promo and the performance. Yeah, uh, that's that, that, got you, that got you really excited? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it got me very excited. It got me very excited. Thanks. Uh, anyway, so my, my, my general point with this, Monty, um, I, I don't know about you. I don't know how anyone else, anyone else feels. I think the perfect tone for a developmental brand like NXT um, is, like, somewhere in the middle. You know, I, I get the, the importance of characters. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's good to have fun at a wrestling show. You know, it's good to have – Tony D'Angelo, brother. It's good to have fun. I I don't mind a, a meme wrestler here or there. Yeah, y'all remember when um Tony D'Angelo was over? He's he's still over. Yo, I said that in the next <laughs> year. I wasn't even I wasn't even joking. I wasn't I wasn't throwing oh or God. nothing. I said, damn, bro, his fall off was crazy. Cause I saw an article of him getting injured. Right, all I used to see up and down the timeline was Tony D'Angelo oh and the God. and the like Italian hands meme. Monty wanted to rip my head off for oh, God, to insinuate that, that right, bro. Tony D's not over anymore, bro. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Monty right, bro. That shit was wild. Monty put his fucking foot down. <laughs> that's my guy, bro. Right? Monty's I'm like, standing for that shit. Like, hey, 
he's like, I, I, I do a lot of shit from you in it, but I'm not, I, I won't stand for this. What? <laughs> 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 so that it took it too far, bro. Do you guys think that? What do you guys think about the criticism that NXT before it became 2.0 was like too, maybe too much on the other side, too indie oriented, too edgy, too dark. I generally, uh, um, did, I wasn't, did you guys wasn't watching, way? bro. Okay, okay, you weren't watching. Aesthetically, it wasn't. Um, aesthetically, it did need. Um, it did need freshening up, and it's just that they went way too far. With it. In the other direction. As soon as we went to Wednesdays, because I I did watch the um our NXT things where it was like the the like internet nerd shit to do. Like, mm-hmm. but as soon as they went to Wednesdays and it became two hours, I was like, all right, we're going to head up with Dynamite. I was like, all right, this is where I check out. And I just mm-hmm. watched the uh, takeovers when I called him and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny about that, Ao? I am um, when it was on the network. I didn't watch it that much. I, I watched the takeovers, um, but the WWE Network show. I didn't. I almost felt like I didn't need to because, like, when you watch takeovers, they 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 tell you whatever you. No, they, to they would tell. I would. So to be honest, I would watch one or two episodes before mm-hmm. the takeover, and then yeah, I would watch same, the same. Same, same, same. And, and, and it would, because they run so many packages and stuff like that, Moro Ronaldo would, like, spit out all the information at you. Like, he would just be like, Alistair Black wants to take over the NXT championship because he feels that he needs to blah, 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 blah. And so you'd, you'd get the story. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I guess uh, when they went head-to-head with AEW, that's when I actually started watching the weekly show. The first few weeks, guys, I, like a crackhead, I'd put one show on my TV and one show on the laptop and try to simul-watch them. And then after two weeks, I was like, "Yeah, I can't do that. Like, that's gonna like drive you know make me sick." Uh, but 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 I, I'll ask you, Charlie. Do you um, cause cause I don't you know we don't fully know what this new version is gonna look like. It's obviously gonna be be more close to the old NXT than this one. Do you feel? I don't know how much you were keeping up with the NXT right before it changed. Do you feel that at the very end it became too, I don't know, edgy, too, too much heavy metal, too much, too dark, too indie? What, what do you think about that? Well, it was still featuring a lot of the wrestlers that I really like. So yeah. I liked it for the most mm-hmm. part. I didn't like Karrion Cross, but yeah, um, I didn't like how he was featured in the title scene. Um, like some of the feuds felt like they were just repeating old shit because they were running out of stuff to do because they didn't have new superstars. Like, yeah, that's good point. I don't know. So, it it I... did kind of lean too far into indie stuff at some points, but I love that. So yeah, I, I love that's the thing. A lot of the wrestlers that yeah, I mean, for you could argue, oh, it was too much indie oriented and not developmental. But it's like at the end of the day, the wrestlers that were from the indies that they were featuring were great. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, I have my my issues with Adam Cole, but Adam Cole's not bad. You know, Ty, uh, uh, Tyler I mean, Tyler Bate wasn't there, He's but much like. That all right <laughs> I, to be honest with you a, i'd, I'd actually yeah. i'd actually dispute that i'd actually dispute that i'd actually dispute that i think this i think Dax <laughs> anyways anyways um you know you know freaking uh pete dunn like pete dunn's great kyle o'reilly he's yeah. a great wrestler finn balor finn balor's awesome so like when they would wrestle each other like of that course, finn one was great yeah when finn balor came back i i, I love jacket that. finn he he yeah, carried carrying cross to a, to a yo. Why star is he unable to do that in the main roster, bro? It's I don't think so he stupid. has the ability to do it in the main roster. I'm you, you starting know, to think it's Finn, Finn is the problem. Oh my! You, you know what? It, you know what it is. <laughs> oh, that ass, bro. I'm starting to think it's right. Finn. You, you know you know what it is, Ao. So Please. I think certain settings just bring something out of people, and I, I think Finn like I almost feel like he needs to feel like he's the man a little bit. And, and um, Jesus Christ, not 
more KC two dollars. Velveteen was the best. Oh was my god! I will okay. say, I will say, as a person, Velveteen Dream is a better person than Dax Harwood. Oh Bro, what? No, 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 You know what I'll say You know what I'll say about Cage's comment, man? He was he Velveteen was looking like he was going to be the greatest male performance center creation they have ever made. Yeah. And what I found fascinating about him in his run was that the product was a super indie uh, um, product in that, like, the, it was a bunch of super workers who came from Ring of Honor and PWG. And it was almost the, the, my thinking at the time was like, OK, to get over it in wrestling nowadays is you have to be a worker on that level and, and wrestle that style. And this guy came in and he was all sizzle and panache and, and, and performance. And he was, you know, the posing and the flexing. And he got over just as much as Matt Riddle and Andrade and and Alistair and all these other guys, and it was just so impressive to me. So yo, I wish y'all could have found like been there with me when I because all I heard was Velveteen Dream, Velveteen Dream, Dreams of Future, Dreams of Future, Dreams of Future, and I wasn't watching right because I wasn't watching uh, NXT at the time, right? Yeah, and then I I finally like tuned. I I started watching. I watched like a couple of his matches. I'm like, wait a minute, this nigga's doing double axe handles. This nigga's doing yeah. a fucking, his, his finish is a fucking elbow drop. This nigga don't do no flips. I was, <laughs> I was shocked. It was, was all character and promo work. Like, people he was were, super over. I think I cut out there. But people were like, um, people were really excited about his character and promo work. So I went back and I watched that. And I was like, damn, yeah, Dream, Dream was him. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Monty, my question for you. What do you think is the ideal tone of this upcoming NXT? In, ter- in terms of types of talents featured, creative direction, aesthetic, <clears throat> style. Call a bite. <laughs> Yo, honestly. You're, that's, that's, you're that's, uh, great worker. You know? Just Tyler. Oh, what, what more do you Charlie, want? Charlie, what is the ideal tone, creative direction, and aesthetic of this new NXT? Uh, I'm, I haven't been watching 2.0. But what I have seen of it, it's like mm. you need to move way away from that because mm. they did some good stuff. I think there's some good people that have come out of it. Mm. I can't really name any off the top of my head because I just can't. Mm. But, um, I think they need to move more towards work rate matches, but that shouldn't be all of it. Tyler Bay for two hours. <laughs> yes, I agree. What's for me? Um, he needs to cut his I, hair. I will say that. I think if they're keeping people like Tyler Bate in there, they should be used with some of the younger talents, like the way that they NXT did the Bron Breaker match. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and just like have them like show out and prove that they are improving and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't want fucking Cartoon Network NXT anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am. And that's the thing for me. I, I, I think that. Uh, uh, an exciting high work rate brand with young wrestlers that has the fun meme characters sprinkled in with aesthetics that don't like slap me in the face is ideal because like to me I, I thought 2.0 all right bro all right bro fuck all this nxt talk my nigga we're being circled <laughs> at this point now right no i, I was i was going to there my bad i was just gonna say was, nah was, nigga <laughs> nah nigga you have 15 more minutes in your mouth no i, I did I, I, I genuinely fucking, i'm warning around here now i'm warning when, when, when shit going on a little too long wrap it up bro wrap it up you have I was 30 seconds to wrap it up i think i think a hybrid between both shows 
with with the with the, with an aesthetic that's not as jarring and color splattery is ideal. So that's just right. the bottom line there. So this was push Carmelo Hayes to the moon. This was in response to um, Triple H booking Dominic Dominic Mysterio and a Edge in the main event of Monday Night Raw. Thank you for the two dollars super chat, still Joaquin. Too much zip on your chip. We can't do any longer. The nerd. And bam, five dollars. Just wanted to thank everyone on the podcast today and past people as well. Ao, you're the hero in this evil world. So we thank you, Kenny Omega, greatest of all time. Monty, oh, I have a question for you. Bam, two, 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 five, five, oh, 19, real nigga. I appreciate you, bro. Monty, before we get into Dynamite, I have a question to ask you and, and everybody, but but I'll, I'll ask you because I'm, I'm afraid of asking anybody else. Um, so, AEW Dynamite did 1.1 million viewers and a .39 in the key demo. A tremendous mm-hmm. rating. The highest total viewership since last year. Mm-hmm. Is it safe to say that uh, certain <coughs> men were holding the number back? <laughs> certain men that consider themselves elite. No, it, it's definitely safe to say that. No, no, definitely safe to say that people don't want to watch CM Punk, that failed UFC fighter, that old ass raggy ass nigga who tried, who almost tore every single ligament in his knee, trying to do a buckshot lariat, and had a try to do it five more times and and botched five more times. It is safe to say that people don't want to watch that bullshit anymore. It is safe guys, to say that do people don't want to watch CM Punk botch Bret Hart spots anymore. It is safe to Did say you? that during the MJF match, they were trying to do that that Bret Hart um sharpshooter on the pole spot, and they botched it completely. And then somebody else did it last month, and it was perfect. I forget right. who did it, but shout out to them. It is oh safe God. to say that CM Punk is a bum who can't draw a dime no more. Monty, you know why he's yelling that, over me? That if you get was big so funny. Out of 10 he, he's, fucking promo. He's, he's yelling like, over oh, because I have the quarter hours right in front of me. And we no, 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 Anyway, let's get to Dynamite. If you would like to see the truth and the facts, you're a liar, bro. You're a liar, nigga. Check my account out. I'm going to tweet out the quarter hours. was the biggest draw in the show. Oh, God. God. And a certain team wasn't on the fucking match. All I know is. All I know is mm. the last shows that CM Punk were on. No FTR and they stayed above a million. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Cook. The last shows that CM Punk was on, uh, his four hours did a million and other men's did not. Uh, More KG. Get Charlie to read all future super chats. I Is anybody in opposition to this? Well, there you go. Charlie, you are uh, the official oh. super chat reader tonight. So, oh. yeah. Charlie, you're um, John Morgan, Creed Bro is gonna be a top two NXT creation of all time. Can't speak I, on that, but thank you for the chat. The Creed, the Creed brothers are, are very fun and chaotic, and uh, they don't fully know what they're doing, but that's almost part of the appeal. Uh, top two of all time is kind of insane, considering Sasha Banks came out of NXT and Bianca Belair came out of NXT. Um, but uh, they will be really good wrestlers someday, I think. Um, Julius yeah. is getting there, bro. I'm telling you. He's talented. He's talented. Yeah, yeah. He's Anna, 
Anna saw him saw him for the first time when she watched Worlds Collide, and <laughs> and her first reaction was like, "Who is the who's the skinny Creed brother?" Oh. Anna, uh, um, don't pull her out like that. <laughs> Anna, Anna, oh you, you put the Fed over a little bit too much on the timeline. Oh and, my! It's God. starting to hurt my feelings. <laughs> but other than that, you're doing you know, well. Cool. Well, 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 Un, unbiased, fair yeah, take. He's, he's very good, good heart. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. No, shout out to Anna. I, I, shout out. I love Anna, but she just mm -hmm. pushed the fed over a little bit too much on the timeline. <laughs> Peach, Peach you are real. so close to getting muted because you're a literal drone. I don't know how. I ever Peach is a literal Peach, drone. Peach is a literal drone. I don't know how I ever started following like, you. Actual drone. I don't know how this happened. <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna keep you here for now because real people vouch for you. But it's no y'all. Be nice, man. Right. Uh, while we're while we're exposing people, Alexia liked Sheamus versus Gunther. That's everyone crazy. did. I mean, everybody watched. It. I, if I watched it, I probably would too. But I didn't watch the fucking. Match. You still not watched it? <laughs> no. Yeah. Loyal to the brand. No, 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 no. The thing is, I didn't skip Clash of ca uh, Castles out of spite. Like I was busy. I couldn't watch that fucking show. Right. Mm -hmm. And then. You saw them Dave ratings. <laughs> I, I did see the Dave ratings, but like people weren't raving about the show like those ratings should, would suggest that they should be. They, I, like, it, their ratings should be suggesting that they was, it was like night one of WrestleMania. What, what, oh, what happened? What happened here was um, it, it, it was one of those things where um, the discourse following the show immediately was like just surrounding Drew not winning. And so that kind of was the conversation of the show for the most part outside of the, the, the Gunther match. Were, uh, like, were people pissed or happy? Uh, people were pretty annoyed that Drew McIntyre didn't win in his in his uh you know in front of his people. I mean, I, as long as they were upset, then that's okay with me. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, I have an announcement, everybody. This is actually a really exciting announcement. So can I get a drum roll? No. All right, bro. Get the tomatoes in the chat for the announcement. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Get the tomatoes actually, in the chat when, for the announcement. When you, when you actually hear the announcement, you're actually you guys are actually gonna regret throwing the tomatoes. So I'll do my own drum roll. Hey yo, come on, bro. This nigga crazy. Chat. Yo, yo, what is it? Like, I was clapping. Yo, you would be going to prison right now for like, young boy Andre's in the chat. Anyways, the announcement is Isra will be making her return to the Wrestle Pierce podcast next week. It's lit. <clears throat> yep, it's lit. I wasn't yep. planning on being and the crowd here. The crowd goes wild. I'm gonna be here. Yeah, uh, Israel's gonna be there, and we're going to have a discussion on Cody Rhodes. So oh, it's gonna be a two-hour discussion about Cody Rhodes, the best wrestler in WWE. You trying Ew. to send fucking viewers away? Don't do that shit. Yeah, um, Israel, aka Rollins, aka Drawlins. Drawlins, I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, um, before we move on to Dynamite, I, I tweeted out the quarter hours again, and uh, someone bro, nobody cares, bro. This is not gonna no, be a two and a half hour long podcast. I'm no, telling no. you, I'm leaving in an hour just... and three minutes. 
I was just going to say, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Tomatoes. Get the dynamite. What did you guys think of AW Dynamite last night? I'll start with Charlie. Um, I thought the first hour was like okay, it was alright, but the second hour was really good. Monty. Um, I like how it wasn't dizzying pacing wise. Uh, we got the matches. All the matches had some kind of build, whether that was a video package or something. Obviously, except for the first match, I didn't really need one because it was just Max's uh, music in. Um, I thought the show overall again was just like structured really well. Solid wrestling, a great main event. Um, I thought it was a pretty decent show. Yeah, obviously the Rob. tag match was great as well. What happened? What did you think of Dynamite? I had a good time. Uh, it was. It was. I thought it was a very, very, very good show. Uh, I really, really enjoyed the Swerving Our Glory versus Lucha Bros match, and. Just wonder about this main event next week, bro. Wow, you sure, we might bro? Walk up with that title. What happened? Sure, oh yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm good. Like I'm good, bro. <laughs> hey yo, what do you think of that? It's um, crazy. I actually, it was it was fine in the in like the first hour, but I thought it was like so. I liked I liked the Sammy versus um box match. I did like that match. I, I'm like the only Sammy Guevara truther alive. Left, but like I felt like the yeah, first hour was like I found myself like looking at my phone a lot, like not really yeah. like caring what was going on on the screen. Mm-hmm. And then um like it picked up like Jungle Boy versus Jay Lethal, two wrestlers who I like a lot. That was like that was like a nothing match. It was fine. Mm-hmm. It was a nothing match, and I was just like um, but Dynamite really picked up like towards the end. I, I, I liked the episode a lot, but the first hour was um it was just like fine wrestling. Fine. Okay, wrestling. so this is gonna sound crazy. Yeah. I, I thought uh, I actually thought the show was kind of uh, dull and bland, and I also felt like I didn't even really need to to see it in a weird way. But with that said, I have a crazy take. Nasty. No, no, hear, hear me out. I have a crazy take, and this is going to shock everybody. Monty and or, or AO would probably be able to answer this. Out of all the people who wrestled on Dynamite um, last night, who would you guys say is, is the wrestler I like the most out of anyone who wrestled last night? Danielson. Who would you say is my least favorite wrestler out of the wrestlers that wrestled last night? Guevara. You know what I thought was the match of the night on Dynamite? Mox and Guevara. It was Mox and Moxie versus Sammy Guevara. I thought that was the best match on the show. Thank bro. you. Like you niggas just y'all like thank you, Hangman. But yeah. everybody else who pretends like everything Sammy does is bad just because it's Sammy attached, y'all are weirdo. No, no, bro, you don't, you don't even know. Monty and Ash was moving wicked in the chat last night. I'm about talking to about, say, bro. Talking about it was a two star match. Talking bro, they was, bro, they was in, garbage. Bro, they was in that bitch. It was pretty damn good. It was pretty damn good. And now I'm not gonna go as far as listen, I'm not going as far as Hangman. I still I think Danielson Jericho was better. But, it was not. But yo, you should have seen how you should have seen how nasty Monty and uh and, bro, and was Ash that, was moving yesterday, bro. She was. But it was in that. They was in that bitch talking about Sammy sucks, and I'm like, bro, talking about this. This is terrible, talk. bro. bro like, Sammy was doing bad. real lucha wrestling. He wasn't doing a million flips like y'all cry about all the time. 
He was doing he was doing real wrestling. He was doing chop sequences. Like, come on, bro. What do you, you want? Really? Like, you want him to die? You're like, what do you want from him? So, so, so check this. Out. <laughs> I want to say something crazy. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. No, 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 chill. But but you know you know you want to hear you want, here's what makes my take insane. <laughs> I do think that Sammy Guevara is just kind of okay. I'm not a big fan of him as a wrestler. You know, a, a lot of people hate him because of the Ty Conti stuff. I don't really even give a shit about that. I'm just not that I've big of him. Hating him. I'm just not, the beginning, I just don't like him. Yo, yo, Charlie, it's on episode one of Dynamite when he faced Cody and he came out in that like big panda yeah. hat. Yeah, I was like, do, I was like, I, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm you, if we do another, if we do another, this is why I hate Sammy Guevara's segment. I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not even because I like it. It's just bro, how many times can I have this same conversation with these same people, bro? I'm not doing it again. I'm not, bro. Let's move on, bro. You get it. You don't like him. AO AO has become very, he's very much turned into a very fussy weight thrower in in Wrestle Pierce. He's his, his, his politicking is getting a little bit out of control. And and, and it's going to get worse. And and, and, and now, even on, even live on podcasts, it's very much like, this has to be tailored to what I want right now, or I'm out of here. And and it's, 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 it's becoming, AO is becoming CM Punk. It's which crazy. is really interesting. He's becoming You crazy find you any way to bring up to. CM Punk. It's Charlie, really he's the greatest wrestler of all time. You, you know, like, it, it's easy. Who said CM Punk? Yellow ass drama queen is back. Self-hating racist. Who keeps all the black people wrestle peers down. Is back. Only to prop up the white people. You want to know how Charlie got oh, some That's crazy. So that is crazy. Mons is giving them to her. That's crazy. You think Mons <laughs> ever gave me a follower? Mons, you want to know why? You want to know why versus John Moxie was the best match on Dynamite? Would you like me to explain this, sir? It's really no. the only strong. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would, I would not like to. I would not like to hear that explanation. <laughs> okay. I will never. I will never that's, listen okay. to it. In, you know what? You know what? I actually do want to hear from you, Hangman. You okay. Me what, did you, what did you like about Sammy this match that you think he doesn't regularly do that made you so adverse to his wrestling? Besides the fact well, that he did less flips. So no, it's not even a matter of, of, of flip count because what it really is is Sammy Guevara is a geek <clears throat> with shitty looking offense and has and, and a guy who has Xbox. Listen, listen, this is the honest truth. This is this is my honest truth, not the objective truth. This is my truth. Sammy Guevara is, is, is a geek with shitty-looking offense who has X-Pac heat. He uh, is hard to take seriously, and he's pretty much agreeably across the board considered unlikable, right? So, when oh, he, when he, <laughs> sure, but most people don't. And so I, I think that in, in other matches, that kind of stands out in like a way that doesn't add to the match. But here, when he's taking on John Moxley, it makes for such a beautiful clash of dynamics because it's like Mox is no nonsense and he's no bullshit. And he just, he doesn't go with that type of stuff. Right. He's not going to try to go with his contrived style of wrestling. He's not going to go for his shenanigans and he's just very surly and pissed off. And so seeing Sammy try to do his crappy looking strikes and Mox is like, fuck you. And he slaps him back. No, Sammy strikes are fucking awesome. <laughs> You're entitled to your opinion. Um, Again, though, listen, that was just a perfect dynamic to me. Moxie just, like, no-selling his shit and slapping him back. Moxie just kind of throwing him around and dumping him around. The fact that Sammy, he, he, he's a bit of a, a sniveling bitch, and so he can't physically overcome John, 
But what he can do is, you know, squirm around him and slip away from certain moves and, you know, get his offense out of desperation. And when that doesn't work, that's when, you know, <clears throat> that's when Ty Conti and, and Anna Jay come in. And I thought it made for actually very entertaining smoke and mirrors spots because, yeah, I don't believe that John Moxley would struggle to beat Sammy one-on-one. I don't believe that Sammy could beat his ass one-on-one. Can I believe that Sammy Guevara can use two women to help him beat John Moxley? Yes. So when they did the low blow and the near falls and all that stuff, that actually did work for me. And um, uh, all in all, especially with the finish, I thought it was just a, a, a very well done match. And because there were, there were like no spots or portions of the match that didn't work for me, um, I thought it was the best match on Dynamite because the main event, while generally very good, I thought there were certain portions of that match that did not work for me. Um, and so that's kind of my thing. I mean, you're wrong. <laughs> Monty is dejected. Like he, he Yo, looks- Monty, Monty asked <laughs> moving so nasty in the chat after the Mox match last night, bro. <laughs> I want to kick them both out, make this shit AO period. What did you think of John Monty versus Sammy Guevara? Well, I respect Sammy as a wrestler because I think he can have good matches. I thought this was like a good match. I mean, fair enough. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought it was a good match. No, it was a good man. opener. Hey, man. How about that? Um, well, <laughs> I don't respect you as a podcaster. It's crazy. I'm the, I'm the fucking. I'm the dollars and cents of Russell Period. Hold on, hold on. This is this is very. Uh, we're like having a man off in front of Charlie's monologue here. Like she's trying to give her thoughts, and we're like having a big measurement contest. It's very rude, Charlie. Finish your thoughts, please. Sorry, Charlie. You're um, um, dual haired queen. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought it was totally good. Died. It was. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought the interference spot was like well done for an interference mm-hmm. spot. I don't like them in general, but mm-hmm. yeah, I I liked how Mox was mocking Sammy throughout most of it because, as he should, Sammy's a geek. Like, yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, I it was good. Yeah. The, the, the re- see, this match acknowledges that Sammy Guevara is a geek. <clears throat> that's the thing. Other Sammy Guevara matches to me run from this reality, and so I it's it's just hard for me. In it's this match, reality, bro. He's a fucking Spanish guy. Look at him. Look at Jericho. In this match, ass wife, bro. He, he does. He does. Shit is crazy. It's a real Listen, nigga. In this match, they acknowledge that he is a geek, and and use it to the the strength of the match. And, and Charlie, it's funny you talk about um not being into in, interferences. So interferences, they're supposed to add drama to a match. They're not supposed to detract from it right oftentimes you see that they're used as a, a booking crutch because it's like oh we got to protect this guy yeah. we got to protect that guy and, and so it doesn't add to a match but the best interference is the ones to, that add drama and so for this one the, the low blow leading to a near fall like that's a good spot because it's yeah. like oh like you 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 bought it as a viewer uh so so yeah i, I agree with you I, I like the interferences what did you think of the opener rob uh, i really like the opener uh, I really enjoy Sammy getting like his shit off because I, I as soon as I seen that fucking promo that he cut on the road too, and niggas niggas might say niggas listen listen bro, listen, bro. Oh my god! It was a very it was 
it was a very bad promo, but it wasn't as bad as like these niggas were making it seem like it was terrible, like it was the worst was. promo of all time. It might have been. It wasn't that bad, bro. <laughs> it was. But as soon as that, it but, just made me laugh because it sounded like he was gonna start rapping. Like, yo, it just made me laugh. You're right. You're right. You know, like, it, it sounds was... like in, in a reality show. You know, sometimes he goes to the confessional and they're playing like hip hop, a hip hop beat in the background, and like Hollywood Hangman's personal assistant, one ninety nine, resume sent, Mister Ao. Bro, what? Yo, I saw that in the chat before it was brought up, right? I go to my DMs. I was like, nobody sent me shit. I go to my DMs. In my message request, there's a DM from Hollywood Hangman's personal assistant. <laughs> assistant. That's his display name. At underpaid assistant. Oh, my his, God. His, his, I don't his, believe his, that. Um, I don't believe that. His, his bio is, I question why I work for him, TBH. Oh, my God. Um, Hollywood Hang or my personal assistant. Uh, I, I thank you for being my personal assistant. I uh, I appreciate your efforts. You're valued as my assistant. I don't know if you're going to be valued under no, I just hired him. I, just um, hired him. I'm I, I I pay you very well, and I appreciate everything that you do for me. How could a broke ass nigga pay anybody very well? <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to keep selling that. Um, Monty, this show had a lot of video packages. And, and yeah, it, was hello, funny, it, it, it was funny that Tony kept tweeting about it in the afternoon. Like, this is going to have a lot of informative video packages, informative video packages. It almost felt like he was either being sarcastic or doing a bit. I, I didn't know what was going on here. Um, but that's what happened. We had a bunch of video packages on the show. Um, it actually felt like Triple H NXT because, like, he's a video package merchant, if you haven't noticed. And that's kind of the. Yo, there was a lot of video packages, bro. There was I didn't a notice lot of right video packages. Every day, it was a shit. Maybe that's why I was on my phone a lot, bro. I don't really care about video packages unless it's like people that are really fucking care about. The- Murph YouTube four ninety nine. I haven't been able to watch, but I feel like Ao has been right and Ibu wrong. Um, that's by a the fact, way, this be reimbursed. Reimbursed. What the fuck? That's a who fact. is this? Who Yo, is this? It's Murph. Yo, young Murph talking that shit, bro. <laughs> Oh, is it Murph? Murph? Okay. Guys, Murph is just mad mad that he can't try out for NXT now because they need workers again and not just, like, big white football players. So um, (laughs) that's what he's really frustrated. Murph is a kid. He could go be an indie darling. He's got, he's got all the time. But the thing is, it's going to take three years, whereas, you know, he could have just hopped in for the old system. Um, Yeah, those are not reimbursing. Hey, it's funny. (laughs) You ended up on your phone because of all the packages. Um. People debate this, like, you know, should wrestling shows have a lot of packages? Should they not? And, and you know, there was the longest whole thing about, um, you know, the road to stuff should be on the show. And, uh, you know, the people who don't like packages, they would argue like, oh, it, it kills the ratings. And, and it's very fascinating that this show that was so package heavy, it did draw a bigger audience. Maybe the audience that watches WWE, the audience that kind of needs to be told everything, maybe they're just kind of used to that. You know, like people will say, oh, you're holding their hand. But maybe I, don't think, I, I don't I don't I don't think uh such a big effect would be seen so quickly. Mm. Now if that, that could be the case, that very well could be the case, but I don't think it would be seen that that fast. Like right. oh, they're doing a lot of packages. Let me uh, let me let me stick around instead of wrestling and shit. I think they just did a giant you, you, number this week, bro. You, you know you 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 might be right, but you know what I what I realized, Ayo, because you know, when people would when certain people would tweet things, I used to always be like, Man, like it's 
it's not rocket science, man. You know, just put two and two together, man. Yeah. Not, right. But then you you look at wrestling Twitter, for example, right? And no, these people really like, don't have the ability to put two and two together. It's you'll crazy. see people like questioning things about storylines in AEW that it's like if you just pay attention, like you'd understand, right? Right. And I come to realize that no, maybe some of these people genuinely no, they they, 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 they like these grown adults who don't yeah. have any cognitive disabilities actually like, need their hand held. <laughs> like, and that's not even understand these very simple stories, and it's crazy to me. Bro, Ao, you'll be watching this and you're like, why is he fighting this guy? What's the what's the issue? Like, the, 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 what? Why is he bro, doing this? Is bro, he like, you remember the Raj Geary tweet? The fucking well, Raj Geary exactly. tweet. Exactly, and and he's he's one of many. He's one of many. Like, there's there's tons of people. You go on Twitter and like during an AEW show, like you'd act like AEW was putting calculus on the screen. You know the man's I mean? won. The man's won a title. Like, weren't even a total shot. It was total eliminator versus Mark. Yeah. Uh, that that was called the peak of that recently. Bro, I remember that Discord. No, yeah. the week afterward was, like, worse because they brought out Ace Steel and they said several times, this is this nigga's best friend. <laughs> this is mentor. Ace Steel. This and you mentor. still got people This is his best friend. 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 Bro, they said it's this guy. Oh, 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 I thought Charlie was like, there is too much niggotry. I am out of here. It's like, it's not hard to be smart, bro. Yeah, and so maybe Tony was like, you know what, bro? I'm tired of this. I'm going to help the over 50s out. I'm going to just give you niggas video packages since y'all can't follow stories, you know? So, so and, and Ayo, I think you also maybe zoned out because it was like, I already, I understand what these stories right, are about. Like, tell me something that I already know by, by following the product. No, <laughs> no what I'm saying is Ayo saying that he zoned out a lot early. And I think it's because it's like, if you know what the storyline is, you don't need this two-minute package to explain to you what the storyline is. You know, so for him, it's just like he's on out, and, and I, I could see that. So, Should we, yeah, uh, yeah, what's yeah. next thing? Yeah, next thing was uh, MJF promo on John Moxley oh, comes yeah. out, says that Moxley's uh, you know, he does the old MJF shtick that he always does, um, insults the fans, insults the crowd. Um, he just kind of does the MJF shtick, <laughs> cool, says John Moxley's playing a character, calls him an alcoholic. Um, there was a great part in the promo where he singles out a fan and calls him fat, and the fan flexes his arms at him. <laughs> and then he introduces the fan. Are you an MJF fan, Charlie? No. Really? Wow. No. Have you not heard me talk about MJF before? I do not like Bruh, it. It's really crazy when, when MJF fans like don't understand that everybody doesn't think this is the greatest shit on earth. Yeah. Right. And this isn't me doing a bit right now where I'm just like, no, this, this guy's fucking. You're old. not into his stick, right? No, I, I genuinely like MJF is cool. He's all right with me. Like, you know what's funny? So yeah. I am really high on Max, and I think that he's really good in storylines at helping get the babyface over. And we've seen it with with Punk and with Wardlow. Like he's really good at that, in my opinion. Um, and and, and yeah, he, he's really good at that. And his uh, his the build to matches against him like well, they were creative. Now it's kind of like the same thing. It's like jump through hoop number one, two, three before you face me. Like he's done that formula a couple times. The point is though, I'm a big fan of Max, right? What I will say is the the promo material that he had this week 
Uh, Ao, I, I, I hate to agree with you because you're little you. Mad Libs, bro. But, but, but little it was, it was, Mad Libs. It, it was it was very uninspired. Like, it's come a, on. like yo, Ao, I had to, I rewinded the promo two times because I zoned out. Like I, I genuinely, I started like. It went so long as well. How many times can I hear so MDF for fifteen minutes? Go sports team bad. Somebody you love is dead. Oh, bro. you had a shitty. You, you, you had a shitty childhood. Fans virgin, fans fat. Like how many times can I? Like come on, bro. Yo, yo, somebody find me. I'll cash app you right now if you find me a Jay White promo where he says sports team bad. Is this is this is this burn or something? Zootopia Productions, Braun Breaker is him. Gresham should have been number one. I feel like I feel like this is this is Heyman's little brother back to troll me, bro. The thing is, my, my brother is one of my biggest ops, so I don't know if he would want to do that. <laughs> um, but here's the, here's the thing, uh, uh, Monty. That's the thing. Like, I'm watching it, and yeah, he's just kind of going like, "You're all white trash. Um, you know, you're virgins." Mox, he has alcohol problems. Oh well, again, it's just kind you of like, a shitty childhood. And, and I don't know, maybe because I just like Ao said, I hate to agree with Ao, but like. It was very tired material. He's done all it's these things. Yeah, oh, like, and and we all agree. Thank you, Charles. Do y'all agree or disagree with this point? All that time that he had off, he should have been able to like jot down the most fire like shit that you we ever heard MJF ever say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you. I'm gonna cut you there. I'm gonna. And maybe there. maybe he still has that in the talk for like with his first actual feud. But that was a that was a 10, 15 minute promo segment. And that shit hey, stunk, bro. Ayo, ayo, ayo. I'm going to stop you there. I think he had a lot of good shit in the chamber for CM Punk. I think he had a lot, Maybe. a lot to say to him that he couldn't right. get off because he's gone. And I think because he's gone, they've had to reroute. And he's kind of had to, like, factory reset back to just being, like, what he was, you know? I, I think I think, I genuinely believe that he was going to do a lot of cutting edge and different stuff. Not completely different, but I, I think that, like, we were going to get a different angle of this character, I think, an element of it. That we're just not seeing because the whole story had to be changed. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah go ahead, Rob. What, what did you think? Yeah, of the like last week, like last week, all you heard this nigga say was like, "Oh, he was talking," and then all of a sudden he goes, "Oh yeah, the fucking Josh Allen sucks, by the way." And I was like, "All right, bro, like, and you say some shit, say some other shit, nigga." Like, nobody fucking cares. I don't know, man. It's also at the same time, it's like. I don't know, man. It's, it's, almost, it's so corny, almost pops, man. You know. I, I, I'll, I'll say this: if if I had to see someone in AEW waffle for fifteen minutes, there are so many worse options than Max. Uh, um, I mean, that's a fact. Like, I'm not. Yeah. Yo, Max is very good on the mic. He I, has the ability talking. to cut a very good promo. He just yeah. chooses, or maybe he doesn't choose to. Maybe he is limited in doing this same <laughs> promo that he does to start every fucking feud. The content lacks a bit of depth, but yes. there we go. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? Hasn't to even go further than that. He talked about how this isn't. You know, I'm not in front of a podium. I'm not saying MJF 2020. This isn't the match from two years ago. Like I'm, I'm this much different. I'm that much different. And I don't know about you guys. When he said that, I was like, how? That, yo, I was literally thinking. Right? Like, and I was like, yo, am I being a hater right now? I'm like, besides, like, you are besides not dropping the Trump s gimmick, how are you different? And, and and to be honest, it's because I've always been high on Max. I, maybe, he is bigger. Yeah, because bro, I see. I thought that Max was really good from day one. At what he, I thought he was pretty much like finished a finished product of what he is 
pretty much at the very start. Um, and so because of that, like to me, he's just been the same. Like he's just MJF. He's the prick who can talk well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This promo didn't work for me. Hopefully the next ones do. Um, following this, Stokely Hathaway came out with um, a group of individuals that he is labeling the firm. Uh, Bran yeah. Branavan can can dia. I probably butched your name. Botched name. We've seen MJF cut more substantive promos this year. Oh, come! Oh, absolutely. When he cut that promo about his origins of hating CM Punk, I mean that was that was great. But yeah, so so Stokely Athlete came out. And he introduced the firm, and he he kind of spoke for a very long time about um, you know how he's not really an advocate or a, or a manager. And how this has all been one big master plan, um, uh, and then how he's he he watched Living Single with the House of Black, and he did this with this guy and that with that guy, and he spoke for a long period about these things, and then he introduced one by one um, the individual members, and he kind of said what their goals were, and you know he talked about big casting that he was going to go for everything he wanted. He told him that he loved him two times and then hugged him. He. Uh, he pointed out Lee Moriarty, who is sporting green hair, and uh, Lee was making Vogue poses while he told everyone that Lee Moriarty was going for the Pure Championship, which is currently held by Daniel Garcia. He then went to the Ass Boys, and uh, he talked about them. Don't remember what he said. And then he went, then he pointed out Ethan Page, who, when he pointed out Ethan Page, he got a pop. <laughs> I don't know if anyone yeah. knows that. He got a pop. And uh, well, what it is, that was um, it was uh, it's upstate New York, and oh, okay, from uh, Canada, so okay, he works that area a lot. Gotcha, Ethan Page isn't over, don't worry, guys. Yeah, it's not, all right, cool, cool, it's, not, it's not Ethan Page being over, mashallah. So, yeah, and Ethan Page is actually wearing a shirt that I own, which is pretty funny. But he he said, Ethan Page, you know, Mr. Canada was going to go for the All Atlantic Championship. Um, but the bottom line is, they are not a stable with MJF, they are associates that. You know, we're basically commissioned to help them out here and they unite when they're needed. And when they're not needed, uh, from what I understand, they will not be together. Uh, I think was how it was explained. Um, I'm guessing the baddies and Stokely is done. Wait, I'm going to be right back. I got to run upstairs and get my laptop charging. Got you. I, I think the baddies now are done as a concept, which is a bit of a shame because I like the visual of Stokely, Jade and the baddies. I, I liked that. Um, so that being done is kind of disappointing, but. This is the firm. What do you what do you make of the firm, Charlie? What did you make of this segment? What do you what do you think of the firm? Um, I'm glad that they're not having them as an actual like full time stable because yeah. Lee Mora is too good for that. Um, w Morrissey is such a weird character on AEW. It's so his I don't hair know is hilarious. Oh, it's it's just like why is he constantly just staring at the hard cam with a vacant <laughs> stare like. I don't really get him, but I'll give him a chance. Um, why were the gun club glittery? That's my main question. You noticed that, right? Yeah. <laughs> they had why glitter on their chests. <laughs> and, and, and Austin literally, I don't know why I caught this in my, my camera view, like as I'm watching the show, literally in the background, you just seem kind of like shake his arm and flex it and then he's kind of slap his chest and like the glitter glistens it was just like okay um, zootopia productions two dollars Bron, Mello, and gresham are better than elite oh that's that's that that is Anyways, so true it's not even funny back to dynamite before <laughs> i leave um, <laughs> 
um, Ethan Page is Ethan Page. Hopefully, yeah. he'll have a match that isn't bad with Pac because it's Pac. But yeah. yeah, I'm just glad that Stokely Hathaway has kind of made sense of this group in a way that I'm like, okay, I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's, a, that's the thing. It's like, for me, Actually, you know, I'll, I'll let Rob go first, and then you go. go. Rob, Rob, what do you think of this? this, yeah, I, this thought that shit was, nigga, I thought that shit was fucking gas, nigga. What are y'all talking about? That mm. niggas, you niggas on Twitter talking about it was... Charlie, Super Chat. Whatever the fuck. Oh, yes. Uh, Stokely praising Allah on TV ruled. Yes, I agree. That, that, that oh, God. Oh, God, that like, shit ruled, nigga. Like, Appreciate praise, you, Matt King. Thank you. Thank you for the Super Chat, Matt King. He was like, praise be to Allah, Lee Moriarty. I was just like, okay, <laughs> all right, sure. Go ahead, Rob. Yeah, but a lot of like a lot of the people going crazy on Twitter are like, oh, it was like whatever the fuck. It's like, bro, I don't understand the hate behind the promo. Like, he did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. Like, he went out there and got. He told every guy, he got them over. He gave him a purpose. So it's just like I don't understand the hate on it. But so so here, here, here's here's what I'll say, um, Rob. I'm a big believer in Stokely Hathaway. I'm a fan of his. He's a very nice guy. Um, I, I like him as a performer. Um, the idea of Lee Moriarty with Stokely is is actually pretty promising. Um, and, and generally, I, I actually trust in, in Stokely's ability to kind of help these people be more over than they are. Um, I, I was skeptical of this group going in. And, and what, I, what I will say is I appreciate knowing the who, what, when, where, and why of this group because for the longest time it felt so random. Um, mm-hmm. But with that said, I could understand someone thinking maybe it was just an awkward segment because um, the crowd wasn't really into it. And you could see, you could kind of hear them getting restless as he was talking for a period. And, and I think what it is, is, um, you know, and this is a storytelling thing. It's not even just a, a, a wrestling thing. Um, exposition, the art of revealing information to the audience um, can be awkward sometimes. LOL, just trolling. Keep up the awesome work, guys. $2 from Zootopia. Thank you, sir. Um exposition sometimes when 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 it's re- literally just regurgitating and just vomiting a bunch of information at the crowd in a very um i don't know if the words contrived way but it's just kind of like this is this guy and i plan to do this with him on this day and that's how we met and that's why you should like him and he's doing this this is this guy and it, it almost feels like a powerpoint presentation um in a ring yeah and and yeah. And, and and that's kind of uh that can be awkward you know stoke did his best yeah. he, he definitely did his best but i can see why someone would kind of just think you know not be super into that um so yeah for me i'm kind of mixed because of that it, it, it did kind of feel like um an elongated awkward powerpoint presentation uh and so, yeah, it is what it is. I, again, I, the jury is out. Shy Town Spurs, Hangman trying to be Stephen A. I don't even know what he means by that. I don't even know what he means by that. Even if you know, it's just funny. Yeah, just, just you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, that was the segment. What was the next thing on the show, Monty? Oh, oh no, I don't actually know. Go give your thoughts on it because I know you have have opinions on this. Um, I just thought I just thought it was long. Honestly, I thought it was long. I thought the crowd was dead. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of awkward. Um, it's not like it's not like Stokely's delivery was bad or anything, or even the content of what he was saying wasn't making any sense or anything like that. It was just, I say, it was just a little bit long, especially after MJF just waffled for fifteen minutes. Um, <laughs> then, so, like, you know, yeah, a lot of, a lot of waffling. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like obviously I get I get kind of the uh 
you know, the goal they were going for. I'm sure they would have liked the crowd to have been a little more, a little more engaged with it. But um, yeah, I'm back. You know, I, guess, I guess I guess we'll see where it goes. But... I'm so sorry, everybody. It's a fucking journey. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the Stoke promo. Like, I get the goal of it, but it was just it was too long for me, and um, yeah, the crowd the crowd just wasn't engaged, and it just made it that little bit more tough. Um, Charlie, you're up. <laughs> wow, star. six star. And um, thank yeah, you for twenty dollars. And I love you all. You're doing terrific work. I'll have to listen later. I've got to continue my grind. Charlie, I'm very happy to see you up there. I hope all of you have been having a great day. Love you, Six Star. You're the best. Six Star, you were just consistently just so good to us. We thank you. Thank you for the super chat donation. Um, the next thing was uh, Jungle Boy versus Jay Lethal, correct? Monty? Yeah. Yes. Does anyone have anything to say about this? No. No. What was the next thing on the, what was the, next thing on the show? <laughs> Well, um, perfect. It was a fine match. There's nothing wrong with the match. Two work. No, no. Hey, yo, you, you ruined the bit. You ruined the bit. You ruined the bit. You ruined the bit. What was the next thing on the show? Um, Hawk in Action Bronson hype video, which was fucking awesome. Yeah, but Hawk is not from New York City, bro. I'm not gonna let you get that lie off. He's from a suburb of Long Island. Oh my god, he, he's he's from New York. He's from New York. He said two New York City kids, nasty. You're not from New York. Listen, let, let him get the line off. It is what it is. Um, I actually think that match is gonna be very fun. I hope Bronson. I, you know what I've noticed, Monty? Wrestling is on a good streak of celebrity matches. Because when I was growing up, celebrity matches like equaled like bad wrestling. Like, 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 like when I was a kid, like like there was no good celebrity matches, you know. And now, for whatever reason, like we're on a streak where like every celebrity is coming in there and like doing pretty good, you but know, whether it's bad. When we were a kid, besides the Floyd Mayweather match, like the 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 hype around the celebrity match was like how much of a freak show this thing could turn into. Yes, yes, like, it was just it was just funny to remember, see. Remember, What's the name, bro? Snooky, yeah, yeah, bro. And they had to do like a back handspring cartwheel, elbow Mar- into the corner, or something like that. It was, that shit was, it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, Maria Menounos tried to wrestle; that wasn't good. Um, you know, you go back to the '90s, like Dennis Rodman tried to wrestle, and like it was fun to see Dennis Rodman in a wrestling ring, but he couldn't do anything. Um, Carl Malone did a diamond cutter, and that was hilarious. But like he couldn't wrestle the basketball player. So yeah, celebrity matches like were never like good. And then we have Bad Bunny, and we had Stephen Amell at SummerSlam in 2015, and then freaking Logan Paul and 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 Pat McAfee. It's like we're in the golden age of celebrity wrestling, you know. So because of that, maybe I'm perhaps too optimistic. Hasn't AEW had a couple good appearances? I I can't remember um, off the top of my head. Shaq, Shaq, yeah, Shaq, Shaq had a very good celebrity match. Mark Tolleson, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg splash was shambolic. Let's not talk about. Yo, the 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 Snoop tadpole was disgusting, bro. Yo, by the way, real quick, you know what I remember that work and I started cackling. Remember Cody Rhodes' Snoop Dogg theme that he shambolically used for a couple months. I do remember that. What was that about? <laughs> um, I, I think so it was some focus energy. Cody Rhodes, bro. Real, anyway. real professional wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do y'all think Cody Rhodes is like Uncle Kane? Yes. 
Me too, bro. Where did they come shit. from? Me too. Go, 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 go ahead, uh, go ahead, uh, Charlie. Okay, uh, from Ben. Um, thank you for the five dollars. Backup Hangman is Freezer. This podcast, mm-hmm. Freezer. Okay, of this podcast with his evil CM Punk and FTRs. Ao is some Goku turning Super Saiyan to protect us elite this fans. This nigga is spitting, bro. Back. Oh god. I Ayo, cannot Ayo, use the Shout out to you, Bam. I feel like I know who this is now. Bam, I'm I'm the good guy in the story, and uh, you know. You guys, you know what it's gonna, you know what's gonna happen. You know those memes that say like, as a kid, I thought this. Growing up is realizing this. Like, someone's gonna make a meme that says, "Growing up is finding out that Hangman was the good guy and Ao was the bad guy." That's gonna no, happen. That's you not. That's not what's gonna happen. To true, in true Bret Hart fashion. You know what's exactly. gonna be? Growing up Hang- is gonna be like, oh, Ao is the funny, crazy guy, but you know he doesn't really mean anything that he says. That's what that's that's a childhood right now. Growing up is like, no, yo, not only was Ao. Funny, hilarious, handsome, and swole, but he was also saying 100% facts as well. I, I think I think Russell Pierce's legacy is going to be, wow, what a delightful podcast where this really handsome, well-paid, beautiful man who knows so many things was talking facts every week. And his name was Hollywood Hangman Adam Pierce. And and every week he was creatively stifled. Nobody likes you, little bro. <laughs> um, yeah uh listen to close my thoughts on the, the video package um because of the, the the hit rate of of celebrity matches lately i feel like i feel very optimistic that action bronson is going to be awesome um maybe that's optimistic but it's what i believe as a grown-up ao is the good guy yo shout out to tiger style, shout out tiger style. The greatest, thank you the, the greatest uh video editor on twitter right now follow him on twitter at tiger style pro Bro, he ran. He made me talk my chaining, bro. I do not edit videos anymore because of this nigga. That's He's not good. really why I'm just really busy with work, but it's it's kind of because of this nigga too. But, bro, <laughs> He's upstaging people. What's the next one to show, Monty? Right. Uh, Matt Hardy cut a promo on Darby Allen. Yo, what happened after that? Why, it, it's it's rampage. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain. Just um, but I, while we were doing it, I was like, why, bro? <laughs> No, 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 you know, you know, you know, my active opinion was as he's talking about Darby, all I could think of was, please not at Arthur Ashe, 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 because I'm going to Arthur Ashe. Right. So when it's at Rampage, I was like, let's go, let's go. But is it is it the Arthur Ashe? Ramp- no, is this in Rampage? Is this Rampage? Is this Rampage? That's why I'm yeah, Troda. Yeah, well, it's already happened. happened. Apparently, happened? It's, apparently, it's not that bad. No, Darby's gonna be able to get something out of out of Madden. Bro, Ao, Darby had a banger with Bobby Fish, so like I, I trust him to. Don't talk about Bobby Fish. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting into yeah. this. Anyway, yeah. Next up on the show was um, Powerhouse Hobbs squashed a guy. Got on, got on the mic. Does a promo. anyone? Does anyone have any opinions on this bit of this, this this segment? No. Um, I would like to know where all this is going. Like, obviously, this is going to Ricky versus Hobbs too. But I want to know the thought behind the road that they're taking. But besides that, I don't have any thoughts on it. Hey, hey, yo, you know what's funny about it? It's very WWE esque. Where um, mm-hmm. the babyface lost completely clean in dominant, emphatic, in convincing fashion. He was not screwed. He was not. Walking in the match injured, he nobody interfered. He just went in and got the exactly. shit out of him. 
clean. So what? why is Ricky walking out like, you know, thinking he deserves a rematch? The only way maybe this works as a story is if Ricky plays the whole baby face thing of like, I'm just going to give it another shot. You know, I, 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 maybe I got him this time. Maybe, you know, but that's not what they're telling. It just seems like he's walking out as if like he's been wronged. And you haven't been wronged. You just All got right, your so, ass beat. So I'm high as fuck when I watch Dynamite. Yeah. Nine out of ten times, right? Unless I, unless I have work to do, right? So, so it's Tony Khan. I might not remember correctly. <laughs> I think it's a social. I might not remember correctly, mm-hmm. but didn't didn't Powerhouse Hobbs start cutting a promo on Ricky immediately after the match? Before Could he? Yeah. Like his mouth was Frisco, like bloodied out, and he go, grabbed go, go the ahead, mic. Charlie. Go ahead, Charlie. Okay, uh, so five dollars from Frisco. I won't lie. I think you guys bully him one too much. Yeah. I, like I yeah! think you guys need to turn it up even more so I can love it. No. <laughs> no. Let's go. Right. Oh, um, shout out to Frisco, real nigga from the X, bro, real nigga from the towns, friend of the Russell Pierce podcast. Um, fuck Hollywood, hang me and Pierce. So yeah, so yeah, I think Hobbs was cutting a promo on Ricky, even though he yeah, already. So why, why didn't Kayfabe decide to fuck about Ricky, bro? You beat this nigga's ass. So Ricky coming out to confront him makes sense. He's like, bro, like, all right, bro, you might have got me once, but I'm not no bitch. Like, I'm gonna keep fighting you, nigga, until I win, right? So that's what Ricky thinks. But why does Hobbs care about him? Will Hobbs should be in in logically, he should be grabbing by going, where the fuck Wardlow at? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, basically, give me some fucking gold, nigga. That's Mm, that's what Hobbs is saying, Bro, like it wasn't like it took him twenty minutes to beat that nigga. It took him like five. Got us. <laughs> it literally. What the fuck? What Four next, minutes, I think. What was the next thing on the show, uh, Monty? Uh, tag tournament. Fucking Charlie. Good, Charlie, what they, you... they, they held back a lot. I feel they're gonna run this. Shit oh, ab- absolutely. Uh, it, it felt like just um, they had a, a limited amount of time, and they were like, let's just try to fit in really creative and exciting spots. And you know what's funny about it, Monty? It wasn't the smoothest thing in the world in terms of, like, setting up the spots. There's there a lot of, like, hesitation and time being used to just kind of, like, get people in place. But when the spot was actually executed, it would be really cool, you know? So it almost, like, in some ways felt like uh, certain, like, 90s lucha matches that you would see on, like, WCW where, like... Uh, it, it was kind of a similar deal. It'd be like, all right, it, this is kind of contrived, and like two or three guys are getting on the top rope here. And you, you're not sure where it's going, but then when it, when they do the move, it's like it's really cool. Um, the Keith Lee Canadian Destroyer, uh, particularly, was the Insane. the big. That was the big the big spot of the match. Yeah. Yo, that that destroyer genuinely looked good, bro. It, yeah, it did. Yeah, like, it, it, it wasn't like clunky. Like niggas was giving Adam Cole hell over the uh. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, what do you think? Anybody? Like, that's just what's gonna happen. It was like, no, Pentagon said I could get it done, nigga, and he got it done. Pentagon is a Hooper. What do you think of the match? Charlie? Adam Cole's a fucking Hooper, too. Um, Watch him out. Well, it was my favorite match of the night, but mm. uh, I'm a big tag team wrestling person. It's it like one of my favorite types too. of wrestling. Mm. Um, I really love the spot where. Keith just threw Phoenix into the ring to break up the pin. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really creative. Um, see, yeah, I think they did a lot of like innovative spots that people weren't really expecting. Like especially with like the Canadian destroyer. Like I don't think people were expecting that to happen at all. Um, Swerve looked fantastic in this match. I think that he should have a match with Brian Danielson at some point because he is incredible, and I think that would be really good. That'd be amazing. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the match, Rob? I loved it. 
I thought the fucking Canadian Destroyer spot was like one of the best tag spots I think I've ever seen. And I, it's very, very obvious that they, they very much did hold everything back. So I really want to see that match again. You know what's funny, Monty? Our very own Joe Holberg, one of the pillars that started Russell Purist, he made a tweet. Oh, is he back? With Russell Pierce? Uh, I'm not sure. I I just know that I, I meant our own because he he'll always be. Russell oh, because yeah, you know I mean? he he's, he's, he does ma- he does match reviews and stuff. Uh, yeah. we haven't we haven't had him back on the YouTube just yet, but you know yeah. he, he, it's Joe. Like, my, he, he's he's a brown. Yeah. The always the always insightful Joe Holbert. He, he made an interesting tweet, Monty, about this. So, you know, people always talk about how I want more, you know, matches between people that matter in, in AEW, like not just like. Star versus Mid Carter, star versus beast. Jobber, right? And, and, and the argument it was always like, oh, but this guy can't take a pin, that guy can't take a pin. Um, okay. But the thing, is, the thing is, when you when you do star versus star, you kind of have situations that you know some people might be fond of. Like for example, tonight Pentagon got pinned; he's technically a champion. Um, and, and Joe said that even though that that's flawed, he'd prefer you know important upper tier guys facing each other rather than. You know, predictable matchups where stars face um, lower I, tier guys. So, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about that, that concept? I think that the the, um, the trios champions tried to step into the tag team champions' domain, and the tag team champions showed them why they had the tag goals. What I would how that flawed storytelling. No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I think he just meant like in general, like the whole idea, like yeah, you don't want to always pin champions. No, you don't want to always do yeah, it. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah. But 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 at the end of the day, sacrifices had to be made when you put you know upper tier stars against each other. Yeah. You know, if, if you do a Danielson versus Hangman like they did last week, someone has to lose there. And and does that sting a little bit? Sure. Um. But but I actually think that when when two top guys have a hard fought, spirited match, and one guy just happens to beat the other guy clean, I think it's actually less damaging. Than when you do like all like the seventeen run-ins bullshit type of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because because sometimes when they do that, it makes the babyface look really stupid, look dumb as hell, it look really dumb. Like this fucking Cause, idiot. Yeah, because like, bro, sometimes in interferences, someone will be on the apron and and it's like, ooh, what is this person doing? Let me stop paying attention to the match. And it's like, no, pay attention to the match. You know, you know how this goes. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my thinking. So I, I, I agree I, with I, you. I, I want I want to ask the Lucha Bros stands in the chat, right? And and people here, I don't think anybody here is like a Lucha Bros stand, but. Would, so would you rather, right, the, the the Trios champions, Lucha Bros, who are very over, everybody loves, get pinched clean, right? By our tag team champions. Or would you have rather seen Swerving Our Glory versus the fucking, like, Workhorsemen or fucking, <laughs> or, or the fucking, um, as well, the Workhorsemen, Nasty. Nasty. The, 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 no, there's what there's worse examples of like I being know, level type like thing. No, 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 no. That, that, that's, uh, that's a good comparison. No, Ayo, that's a good comparison. The, the pinky ring niggas. Ayo, 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 don't let Monty bully you. That's a perfect comparison because that that's a super Tony Khan ass match that he would have done. You know where like it would have just been you know just a team like that you know what i mean i feel like that match even happened on a dynamite that's the funny like, nah, thing. Like, they did do some bullshit like that i'm like I'm damn telling bro, you, bro like, like so would you rather would you rather the lucha bros fans would you rather watch them have a great match with the tag champions and then lose or would you rather lucha bros just not be on tv this week and then you watch swerving our glory versus fucking bear country you let me know. I'd rather watch them lose a match, to be honest. Like, it's not like they're losing to geeks. Like they no. The tactics. And, and, and the other thing about, about overprotection in wrestling is um, 
I feel like we I feel like bookers overthink it sometimes. I think if, if your gimmick is that you're this killer or this badass, then yeah, you should be protected. Right. You know, you, you shouldn't pin Lance Archer, you know, regularly. You shouldn't pin Hook regularly. Top guys who are main eventers, you should also protect them because they're top guys. Um, but like some of these other people, like if they have great matches and lose interchangeably, you know, in generally clean fashion, it's just not the end of the world. It it really isn't. Um so so yeah, I, I thought it was nice that we had two high level tag teams. All, all it takes in wrestling, bro, is is just one promo. Like I'm not playing around anymore. As to to hit you back up, yeah, to hit you back yeah. up and be like, all right, so I expect this person to win matches now, right? Hey, yo, the other thing is, for like, I mean, this is obvious, but protection happened in an era where people thought wrestling was real. Okay, yeah, we protected like, we protected wrestlers because it was like. Okay, uh, hold on. Rick Flair genuinely should not be losing fights to so and so. Yeah, because yeah. Okay, someone read this out, uh, Charlie. This is another <laughs> reference here. Go ahead. From Bam again. Thank you, uh, Robin. Chris, uh, Gohan. You've got to stop sending us with things I can't read. Uh, <laughs> Gohan beating Cell backup Hangman with their ghost Ao Goku with that father son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, this yeah, is that. WCG. Thanks this for CG, all the right? enjoyment. Go hate. I'm fucking crying. Uh, go hate your guys. Oh yeah. Oh, appreciate the um, five dollars, bro. But but that's right. the thing. That's the thing. Got a hangman every week is is very easy. It, it's 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 not it's not. It's but um, listen. Work. Here's the thing. So that's the thing. Ayo, like when 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 we thought when people didn't know that wrestling was not real, you know, it was very important that the top guys don't lose. So you don't think okay, they're they're they you know they can get beat up by people. You know what I mean? So you had to right. protect them. Um, but it's not, we all know it's not real. If, if Swerve loses, we're not thinking like, oh man, he's just not as strong as this guy because he lost a wrestling match. Like, no, most people know that not everybody who watches wrestling knows it's not real. You know, that's like of a certain age and they're Mm -hmm. watching it for the entertainment of the stories and they're watching for the quality of the matches. So it's just not the end of the world. Right. What was the next thing on the show, Monty? We missed tag match and the, uh, the, the whole lot, Jamie had a thing after. What did you think of this, Charlie? Um, I thought it was it was a it was a it was a good match. Like mm-hmm. three of the women looked good in it. Oh yeah. Um, Can you name Britt Baker was also there. Okay. Oh. Shout out to Anna. Anna. <laughs> yeah. She's still here. Um, this was a got I to go. I'm crying. Is it is it does it support women's wrestling anymore? <laughs> no, she doesn't. I mean, like, there's not really much to say about the actual match itself. Like yeah, I don't really remember any of the spots. The post match I didn't like, but mm. I guess like it kind of makes sense because yeah, hard. Jamie doesn't want Tony Storm to be like doing well, but she's also just helped out Britt Baker inadvertently anyway. Very little tension in that post match spot. Mm. Like I never thought for a second that Tony was gonna bring Britt Baker with that chair. Not Tony. That uh, Jamie was gonna bring Britt Baker with that chair. I always thought yeah. she was gonna hit Tony Storm with that chair. So I was like, whatever. Nigga. It was it was weird because um, so when she first ran out to make the save, I was like, this is kind of weird because why is she just out of nowhere now being like a a, a, a savior for Tony? So I'm glad that she yeah. just wasn't that. Um, this isn't yeah. even true. Miss J Doom, same for women week after week. It's not, but the funny thing is, it feels like it, and I don't know. It, why. Does, it does feel like it, but it's just because it's Brit. Like, like, it's Brit. Yeah, it, it, it does feel like it's not the same for women. You know, you know, you know, you know what it is. She's either in the match or she pops up. 
Yo, yo, Ayo, no, this actually brings up a good point. Because she's 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 literally wrong, and yet it does feel the same every week, and I think it's because it's the, the Brit verse with right. everyone yeah. else, and the everyone else is just kind of popped in interchangeably. They don't really matter. And, and you know, um, uh, Serena D was in this match, and if I'm not mistaken, she got the pin, and yet she was like yeah. not even the third. Yeah, she was not even the, the third most relevant like aspect of this whole yeah. angle. Um, uh, uh, Athena was in a match. Like she could have been. That could have been anybody in the spot. Um, and so yeah. It, yeah, it, you know what's you know what's crazy about you calling it the Brit verse though. Yeah, and it is the Brit verse. And you guys know that like I'm not a Brit Baker fan anymore, bro. Like I've not enjoyed her work for a very long time. But right now is the most that I've enjoyed the world's women's uh title scene since she was champion, my nigga. Like I'm. I like what's going on right now. Like, I'm not gonna lie and say I'm super invested because I'm not super invested. But I like the matches. I love Tony Storm. Like, I like what they booked for Grand Slam. I like Tony. Like, I enjoy what's going on, bro. I'm really, I'm really just disappointed that Chris Atlander got hurt because, because yeah, I, I was really, hurt hurt I Grant was really, yeah, yo, Charlie, yeah, I was, I, I was actually, like Chris her, her um, bits, her bits on TV with Athena were really fun for me. They were, you know, I, I, I was into that versus the baddies feud, and then Velvet got hurt, and you know, uh, uh, Statlander got hurt. It's really unfortunate because that was my favorite stuff going on in the women's division. So like, because like Statlander's hurt, and they don't know what to do with Jade now because of that. Um, we're back to just kind of primarily focusing on the Britverse, which, uh, you know, look for me, I'm just, you know, it's just kind of whatever. So. Yo, I do not envy Tony Khan. We're trying to figure out what to do with um, Jade Cargill right now. He he is in a, a quagmire when it comes to what to do with Jade and Wardlow because they're both similar in that they are. Um, they have I big. I don't, I don't agree. There's, there's so many people for Wardlow to have good matches with and beat on the roster okay. right now. So I don't I don't agree. I don't mm. think that it's the same situation. But Jade is has like run through everyone who's like not in the world title picture right now. It's a, it's a similar kind of booking awkwardness. Or is there any free agent woman that we're not thinking of that like could be an upper level star in the division? Upper she's not level. a free. She's not a free uh, agent no, just yet. No but, um, she isn't a free agent just yet, but she will be very soon. Who are we talking Mi- about? Miriam. Not good enough. Is there anybody else? No, no, no. Listen, listen, wait, wait, wait. Let, all right, so let me, let me explain. I mean, so I'm looking for some, like, somebody that can come in and just beat Jade Cargill. And, and, and Mia Yim is not. Bro, there's no one in the business though. that I'll do that with. No, Sasha, <laughs> Sasha, no. Sasha Banks is really the only I would, I would have Sasha yeah. Banks do it. Who, yeah, that's not, not bro. like if they yeah, did, I coming, fucking yes. love Naomi. I think Naomi would be no, she shouldn't be beating but that, Jade that in the she, first match. But Naomi should not do that. Julia, <laughs> Julia Hart is nasty. Okay, no, you know not, what? Not you know, Julia Hart, bro. <laughs> the, the starter wrestler. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe we should actually look in the Joshi direction for someone high level that's available that we can pop in to, to throw the TBS title on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, we, we might have to look there because I'm thinking about free agency and stuff. If and it's Miu, like, if, if Miu, um, Yamashita, Yamashita Mas- comes over full time, right? Why well, how better to get her over as like a fucking killer than yes. to kick Jay Cargill's head off? Deanna Peraza will be a free agent no. soon. Yo, if that, no, 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 no. <laughs> Charlie's face. <laughs> no, 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 no. Charlie, Charlie made a bigger Asuka. right? Let me make it clear. Oh, no, Danny. Okay. Yeah. Let, 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 let me make it clear, right? 
Mm-hmm. That reaction was not to the idea of AEW signing Deanna Perrazzo because yeah, I think go ahead and go ahead and sign her. Go fine. Ahead. Yeah, go ahead mm-hmm. and sign her if you want to. Okay? I don't yeah. care either way. The but big draw Rio should be Jade Cargill. If Deanna Perrazzo beats Jade Cargill, I will be all entertainment. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I will be all entertainment. Don't play with me like that, bro. <laughs> okay. Yo, your story James says Rio should beat Jade, and like he may or may not be memeing, but to be honest with you, I mean, that I might know. we should we should explore that. We should just explore, we should that, explore that the idea that I think yeah. back on a doshi, bro. Put it it's on a, it is a, is a five dollar super chat. Go ahead, Charlie, read it out. Uh speaking of women, Mother Isra is making her Russell Pierce podcast return next week. I expect to see you all there. First fuck Hanny, fuck CM Punk, Seth Better. Good night. Love you, Isra. Isra, we Israel. appreciate you. Your opinions on CM Punk are shambolic. No, um, but, very accurate. But, um, ever since um Isra's opinions on CM Punk have been very accurate and completely true ever since the um all out media scrum, basically. Oh so yeah. Come here. Let's. Uh, What's the next thing on the show? Yeah, yeah. main event. Danielson versus Jericho. Oh, really? we're, um, we're already there. Wow, we kind of went. Yeah, man. Fast. Obviously, yeah. uh, damn it. It seems... felt like it felt like the show. I don't know what it is. Like it felt like not a lot happened. I don't know. Like there's not no, much to say about it. I feel like not a lot happened. But, um... It's it's weird. Like <laughs> there's just not much to say about some of this. I don't know what to say about this match other than. Well, we've been going for nearly two and a half hours. I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah but not well. a lot of it. The dynamite review was only like the last twenty five minutes. You know, no, that never happened. Was it was way longer than that. Hangman. Way longer. He was waffling for a long time before we started the dynamite review. You no, spoke. No, no. You spoke for at least forty five minutes about oh, dynamite. <laughs> it's not true. It's really not true. It's just not true, bro. Well, why didn't they have this match at all out? Um, yeah. I have, I have, I have a perfect explanation for this. I'm, I'm gonna have. Here's actually one of my monologues. Uh, I have a monologue on this. All right, um, oh no! Before... <laughs> Yo, calm down, everybody. God damn, Charlie's because like, oh, I all out to call it in the ring. This one seemed a bit more planned out. Yeah, but but we don't need it. Do we really need it? I get it, bro. I get it, bro. These are two of the greatest wrestlers of all time. But like, all out. Why are you calling it in the ring? I have I have a better actual reason. That's even even better than calling the whole calling in the ring thing, Monty. Um, Chris Jericho at his age cannot wrestle the way he used to. But when he when he cosplays Lionheart, he has to act like his old self. And, and you know, in the last few years, Chris Jericho's wrestling had declined because he was physically incapable of wrestling like Y2J, like Lionheart Chris Jericho. And, and in my opinion, this year he found a, a new solid stride in in terms of his style by changing what he does. Uh, the Eddie Kingston match dragged him into a, a new way of working that he's kind of adopted. Eddie since. literally dunked him on his fucking head and like shook something loose. And, and like made a new Chris Jericho, bro. Yes, yes. He He's literally crazy. said, he said, work like an old Japanese wrestler. Uh, before I leave, make sure y'all leave a comment on the video when it's posted. Like the video if you haven't, and follow me at Twitter at Rollins. Um, yes, do all those things, please. If you haven't liked the video yet, please like it. Like the video, It'll help Definitely. us out a lot. Definitely. Um, leave a comment when this goes on um, live. Well, not when it goes live, but when we is done being live. That'll help the video a lot too, please. I don't even know. Oh, $2 from IDEKCA. Uh, where were y'all during the Mox Danielson stare down? 
I was in bed watching TV. Watching the show? Thank you for the donation. <laughs> thank you for the uh, $2. Yeah, 4K the acclaimed title shot feels due to the fans. $2. Completely. He, they, oh, they, they've gotten sold. Yeah, we can really skip Do you feel AEW concedes too much to fan reaction? What do you guys think about that? Um, I don't think so. Mm. Re- regarding the acclaimed, they've gotten much more over than they were ever supposed to. To the point where now they feel like a super big time act, and uh, Yo, it, it's it's astonishing. I, it's astonishing what they're losing on Wednesday, bro. You think so? Really? Yeah. No I way. No I'm way. Talking, bro. The no way. They can't. They can't. They can't. Losing on they can't is Ayo. Full dickhead. And Keith Lee and Swerve are gonna hate each other. Well nah. Hey yo, they can't do that. They can't do that. Put the belts on FTR. They're gonna. They're gonna <laughs> ride. Oh, elephant, elephant, they're losing as well. Really? Really? Wow. You think you're gonna lose two straight? Yeah, I think, yeah, I I think the, ma- the no, match is no, the no match way. is only happening because of how hot it was at all out. It's no, always no. I think at the at the press conference. The at the press conference. But at the press conference, you literally saw Tony Khan like think it through, like I'm doing this again. So for them to take the titles off, like. Bro, I don't know. Anthony they, Bowens, they, they, they Bowens, Bowens, Bowens is, uh, is going to go for a fucking pin to end the match on Keith Lee, match one, and he's going to get brained by the fucking tag belt from Swerve, bro. I'm telling you. I I think. And then we'll get booed out the fucking building. And that'll be I, the reaction that TK wanted. I think Swerve in our glory loses and, and Swerve turns heel on Keith Lee. Um, But regarding the main event, Monty, look, Jericho. Eddie Kingston pretty much taught, showed him this year that what, the way you need to wrestle is to do chops and suplexes. You are no longer athletic or fast enough to run the ropes and do your drop kicks and all that old Jericho stuff, and that's fine. And I think Jericho has done some of his best work this year in a long time because of this. Um, but when he had to go back to being Lionheart against Brian Danielson, um, it didn't work because he, he just can't physically do that. And so in this match, when it's generally – Let's trade elbows and strikes. Of course, that's going to be way better. Brian Danielson's a, a master at that, and Jericho that that works better for him. Um, this match was generally very good. To be honest with you, to be really completely frank with you, when Jericho was in control, it, it threatened to fall apart a couple times because his offense didn't look that great to me. I, I mean that completely sincerely, uh, specifically in the final stretch because I thought most of this was very good. Towards the towards the end, when it turned into Danielson has a knee knee injury, Jericho's working his knee. Um, and, and, but once he got him back in the ring after the figure four, he was like trying to get him in a, in, in a, in a, um, uh, a walls of Jericho. And that spot was okay. Um, but then he got him in a figure four and they were like trading like punches and stuff. It just didn't look that great to me. Um, but, 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 but regardless, regardless, Danielson got back in control. He did the, you know, he struck him and all that shit and then he beat him. Um, this was way better than their, their pay-per-view match. I think we could all agree. Um, yeah. I'm really glad that Brian Danielson won this match. You know, I'm going to write an article, Monty, about um, this upcoming Moxley Danielson match because I have a lot to say there that I won't say here. Um, but I'm glad Danielson won the match. And uh, I actually really, really hope he wins the AEW championship. I think it's time. So that's kind of my, my general opinion on this whole thing. It definitely well, is Tom. Uh, they, can't, they can't put that belt back on Mox right now, right after taking it no. off of him. No, that, would be some, that would be some, well, <laughs> Kenny and CM Punk are gone. Guess we gotta go with this loser again, type shit. Mm-hmm. Mox deserves way better than that. Put that belt. Uh, it, it, yeah, it, that, it would be it, a it, consolation prize. Yeah, it would be. It would literally be a consolation yeah. prize. Like, and and while 
Danielson wouldn't be champion without all this shit going down too. It's fucking Brian Danielson, bro. And he was exactly. always gonna be world champion at some point anyway, right? So why not why not now? Totally agree. Yeah. Totally and agree. He, and Danielson's just the fucking man. It's always yeah. <laughs> last night. His performance last night, you know, the selling, just the general like just He's just he's, one of, he's, he's just one, yeah. He's Brian Danielson. Yo, know, the idea that the idea of... that um like Bull Club has, has tried it, but like Black Bull Combat Club is doing it better than they've ever done. The idea that like they can just like fight, right? Yeah. And they'll just they can fight and shake hands and it's still love at the end of the day and they still Black Bull yeah. Combat Club. I love that shit, bro. I love it. It really, yeah, it really it. fits it's like so the theme of the uh of the what's it called of the uh stable. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like it's an MMA perfect. gym. Like niggas in that same MMA gyms fight sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. It's so fucking mm-hmm. they, they train together for fucking five years, they end up fighting. They're so fucking friends afterwards and shit. Like Yeah, I I agree. And, and it's actually such a precedent for Daniel Garcia to join the stable and continue fighting with Wheeler Yuta. Because you know, some people would argue, like, oh, you know, if, if he joins and they would have to end the Yuta thing. No, it doesn't. They could literally <laughs> they could, be, they could keep the story going if anything. Yeah, they could yeah. literally have a strong rivalry. You know, under the nose of Danielson and, and Mox, where they genuinely mm-hmm. like have strong competitive rivalry, and you can even have, you can even make the story that they they still have bitter feelings towards each other. But at the end of the day, they know as wrestlers that they have respect for their unfortunate toy pool. Well, hey, how... yo, no. go ahead and all no. Charlie. Charlie, Charlie, go ahead and remove me. Go ahead, Charlie. Um, from George Russell. I love how Regal's um, BCC crew is rising to the occasion when AEW leads with the most. Also, Paul Michael Levesque, zero. Anthony Rafiq Khan, seven. How about Jerry the King Lawler's promo on Bianca? Yo, Jerry the King Mm. Lawler's promo on Bianca was very racially motivated. What the fuck? That was was crazy. Because he was was obviously like working, but at the same time, it was like, hold on a minute, mate. Charlie, Charlie, did you see that? On the fucking bump or whatever that was. Charlie, did you see that? weird, bro. Yes, I did see that. I was like, I don't like Bianca Belair. She just got her hair. It was like, okay. Like, okay. We got another suit. There's one last one before we start winding down. Athena versus Sheeta is the money match. Factual. Another one. The exchange is. The exchanges in the women's tag match last night between Athena and Serena Deeb were um, tremendous, whatever we got of them. That would yeah. definitely be a singles match that I would buy into, not going to lie. I just think Athena's offense just looks great, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and obviously Serena Deeb is, like, hilariously good. <laughs> like, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. Yo, I'm so both. happy that Athena is, like, coming to AEW and, like, has a place and is, like, doing well. Because, like, Sorry. every musical work is like you weren't about to come in here and be Ember Moon. Like, people would have laughed at her if she was like, issues Ember Moon, right? Like, with the fucking werewolf shit and the contacts and shit. But, like, I don't I'm, think it would have been an issue to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I don't think people would have liked it at all, bro. I wouldn't have liked it. Like, this is not the promotion for that shit. I don't think. She, 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 she's not a spooky wrestler. It's just aesthetics. Stuff. I know, but it's, it's just aesthetics. It's just like, bro, like get that shit off my TV, bro. Get Abaddon off my TV. <laughs> I, I think it's a non-issue. To get Abaddon off my TV. Get well, Ember Moon with the fucking contacts off my TV. I love Athena, though. Get fucking... Uh, get the idea of Bray Wyatt and AEW off my fucking TV. <laughs> get, get, oh, all that, get all that 
bullshit. Add a fucking AW. Keep it in WWE where it belongs, bro. Okay, Monty. Monty, we're going to wrap up our Dynamite with this. I'm going to go through everybody. Monty, who should win the AEW Championship next week? The American Dragon, Braun Danielson. Charlie, who should win the AEW Championship next week? Braun Danielson. Rob, who should win the AEW Championship next week? Brian Danielson. Big AO, who should win the AEW Championship next week? Danielson, and it's not even fucking close, but that's not an indictment on Mox, who should have been not at all, WWE not at all, uh, wrestler of the year, and will be, and will be wrestling observer wrestler of the year. That's Shout the funny thing Mox. about this. We all think we all think Danielson should win, but I'm, I think we would all agree that Mox has had a great year and he's been very valuable to AEW, and you know he's awesome. So yeah, like put, just giving him the belt back is like is it's like a slap in the face. Is, is yeah. yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Like, he yeah. should lose. Let the man go on holiday. That's the other thing. It makes me uncomfortable hearing that, like, he's, like, sacrificing his personal vacation time with his wife and his child for, like, my entertainment. Kid, bro. Kid's, like, six months old. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, the thing is, like, you know, like, it's like he's doing this for our entertainment. And it's like, bro, no, just go live your life, bro. Go have that vacation. It's it's, it's cool. You know what I mean? Um, So so hopefully that's where we go with this. Um, But, yeah, so that was Dynamite. Uh, Do we have anything on the docket left, Monty, before we kind of? Close things up here. Really? Um, I don't think there is anything. You've done your little NXT talk. Yeah. We spoke about uh, we spoke about Logan Paul. Yeah. Uh, AO would not allow me to read the quarter hours on the air of of uh, CM Punk's yeah, last two. Yeah, you know, it's not. It's nothing that's gonna uh, send anyone crazy. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up. All right, so then, um, you know, I want everybody in the chat to give uh, their flowers and round of applause to Charlie, who was tremendous here in her first ever Russell Pierce yeah. podcast. Uh, very seamless. It was just very casual, like, you know. Thank you for you stepping know. in, Charlie. You did a great job. Absolutely. It's, it's Absolutely. That's what's so, so easy to have friends who we speak with regularly yes. on the podcast, bro, because we just have the same conversations. Literally, it, it, it's not like you're overthinking it or you have to like find a way to implement them. She just fits yeah. in the way she does when we talk to her normally. That's that's oh. the beauty of it. So um, if we can get some flowers in the chat for Charlie, Charlie Pierce, flower, angsty apple, dunny flowers, flowers, Gerald Rakipi. Um, yet yeah, Tennessee sooner. Charlie is always great. Yes, she is. Yeah. Here we go. American, American Dragon. Yeah, I'm going um, yeah, yeah, so to wrap this up. Guys, um, guys, thank you so much for the super chats. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you for watching us talk for two hours, two and a half hours. Um, for Charlie, Big AO, uh, Rob, and Monty, I am Hollywood Hangman Adam Pierce, and this was the Wrestle Pierce podcast. We will catch you guys. Follow me week. on Twitter. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, Lloyd. Twitch, is, Twitch is coming soon. I decided I'm going to start streaming. The weekend that they, whenever they announce the fucking uh, AW game, when they announce the date for that shit, right? Like, even if they announce that shit in, like, February 2025, that's why I'm going to start streaming. I'm going to find <laughs> something that niggas want to see me watch stream until that game comes out. I'm going to stream the game. I got somebody to help me with um, stream labs and shit. So we're going to be all right, right? It's going to be lit. Fuck with me there. Um, like and subscribe to Russell Pierce. It's a very racist and um, sexist platform, oh, but it is on <laughs> Right. On the like outro, leave a comment. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are AO waffle, but not me. It's crazy. Bro, listen, I'll be saying that real shit. Nigga. Listen, you, follow shit. everybody at on Twitter. Um, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you for watching, and I will catch you guys next week.